craziest college football playoff makeup ever. It should be those three. Should be those three undefeated, and then your choice of Texas, Bama, Georgia, and you would have chose Texas, judging by the rankings now. And Texas and Michigan would be in a great game. Washington and Florida State without Jordan Travis, that might have been a terrible game. See, but we—I don't even know if we can say that. I don't know if I Washington would have blown them out. I don't know. I don't think Washington would have blown them. I think they might have just because I think it would have been. It would have come Texas, down to last drive. It would not have come down to the last drive. No. No. But I think that game would have been over probably beginning of the fourth quarter. Well, it wouldn't have been TCU versus Georgia. Oh, no. It wouldn't have no. been TCU versus Georgia, but it would have been. It would have been a game that would have been. The final score would probably look worse than what the closest it of the game would have been is. Like I feel a, like it would have been one of those. You know, a 14 point game or something. I think it would have been like a 21 point game. I think it would have been a 21 I, I, I point game, but it wouldn't have been Georgia TCU. That's the best way to put it. I no. think. Yeah. I think Florida State had a good defense. That's but what they, I was going to say. Uh, the defense. Was I, yeah. I, the only reason I'm saying it would have been, I would have been still further apart is because Texas also had a really good defense walking into that game. And we saw how it was a shootout, but Texas also had a good offense to supplement it. Florida State's offense was shot at its legs. So it would have been, it would not have been bad. It wouldn't have been a complete blowout, but it wouldn't have necessarily been close. It would have been close going into the fourth quarter, and then you saw a pull away. I feel like this is a debate that is going to go on for years and years and years to come. It and will, I, and I think it's an, I think it's just a completely unwinnable debate. There's going to be people that are fully stuck on the fact that Florida State got snubbed, that Florida State would have won the national championship, that Florida State would have done all of this. And there's going to be people that say that still think that Georgia should have been in the college football playoff. And it's just it's so unwinnable, which is why it's just a fantastic, fantastic thing that they're going to twelve next I year. Think, I, I think I think the only valuable thing you can say that everyone would agree with, most people would agree with, outside of the state of Georgia, is that Georgia should not have been in the fourteen playoff. No, I don't. You, think you so. can't lose your national, you can't lose your conference championship like that, and then expect to be in the fourteen yeah. playoff. Was, I don't care no, how good you are. There is no. It, I think everything would have been easier if Georgia would have won, mm-hmm. because then. I think if Georgia wins, I think they're faced with the decision of, well, I think it would have been impossible to not put FSU in over mm-hmm. Texas. Because they would have had four undefeated teams right. in there. I think I think then I then I think the outrage would have been even worse. Yeah. Totally agree. To have three undefeated team three undefeated power five conference champ teams and then leave out one of them for Texas. That that would have made it even worse. And here's the other thing I'll say. Do I think that there's a little bias to it when it comes to conferences? You got you guys know me. You guys you guys know how I feel about that. I know that the SEC bias is a real thing, and it we is. obviously learned that this year. That was proven. So what if, God forbid, Jalen Milrow got hurt, or uh, Carson Beck got hurt, or JJ McCarthy got hurt? Are they going to leave? Are they going to leave those teams out of the college football playoff if they're starting? If if Jalen Miller got hurt, I could promise you, if and Alabama still won the SEC, they wouldn't have left Alabama out of the college football playoff. No way. Or Georgia, if Georgia ended up winning the SEC and Carson Beck got hurt in the SEC championship game, they weren't leaving Georgia out, which is also why I think it's a little unfair. But then again, Florida State, even though they opted out. I still don't think you can let up sixty points and still try to tell people that you would have won a national championship. That's why. And that's I, why it I upsets understand. me. And and then people will start talking about the talent discrepancy. Well, you saw the talent discrepancy on full display, even you know, even yeah. with both teams resting similar starters. Exactly. Yeah, and I mean, 
It's just it, we're going to twelve now. It's the best way to put it. We're, we're going to twelve. 12. And, and I and I think I think there's good things about that, and I think there's bad things about that. I think I, the worst thing about it is the automatic qualifier for group of five. Yes, I agree. Because I, the gap is widening. Like Arizona is going to be playing in the college football playoff next year. Well, Arizona's power five. That's what I'm saying. But like, it's going to be the Big Ten champ, the SEC champ. The Big 12 champ and the ACC champ, and then like one of those teams that are in the Pac 12 still. Yeah, and, and like I'm not I'm not taking wait, anything the, away from the Pac 12. No, they've moved it. They've already came out and said it's going to be an extra at large, and the Pac 12 won't get an auto bid anymore. Is, oh, okay. Well, wait. Is the group of five the, the highest ranked group of five bid gets an auto bid? And to no, what is it five? It's and a buy, I think too. And uh, yeah, no they get way. the four. They get the four spot taken taken. I think they get the four spot taken away by. I think they do. I'm gonna re, re, no, they don't because it's four buys. Yeah, and like there's the four no buys go to the four. The four I'm wrong. The four buys go to the four conference championships yeah. champions, and then everything else is at large. But the one group of five champion will get the five. Yeah, they won't get five. They'll get an at large bid, and they'll rank them from there. So in a couple like, of years, it'll will. be JMU. So like, what will happen? Well, they can come. So what will happen is, is next year? Yeah, they can. Yes. Yeah, so what will happen is the so top JMU number five. Yeah, right there. They won't be number five. <laughs> so what will happen is the top the conference championship will rank one through four. Then from there, it'll be the next six at large from the teams. It'll be the next seven from at large to make it to twelve. That's twelve, right? No, six. I was right the first time. No, I'm not. It's no, eight. No, dude, it's eight. It's eight. But but so seven, seven at large, and then a guaranteed group of five. And you'll put that group of five in wherever they ranked among them. If they were in the top twelve, they'll get their spot in twelve. If they were not in the top twelve, they'll be the twelfth rank. They'll be the twelfth seed. Okay. Okay. That makes so, sense. So they're pretty much guaranteed. They're guaranteed get, a spot, but they're guaranteed probably the twelfth seed. <laughs> yeah. And you get steamrolled by and then you gotta play the, the five. five seed. <laughs> so they'll get steamrolled by Oregon next year or something. Or they could end up well, catching a team like Georgia who just lost in the SEC championship. That's like, oh, yeah. my. Yeah, and then it could just no be way. really ugly. Or they could get a team that's like FSU that is injured and banged up. Yeah. And well, I mean, if make you it competitive. Wanna, I mean, if you think about the rankings, like, is is a. But then you got to put number one team in the country. Well, hold on. Sorry? Is, a, is a 13-0, like, uh, imagining, obviously, a the best group of five they won their conference chip championship mm-hmm. is a 13 and 0 better than a, say like a 10 and 2 what 10 and 2 whatever like a 10 and 2 I, Ole Miss a 10 and 2 I, Ole Miss I, a 10 I really and two think State. that depends on the strength of the conference that year if like, it's JMU or if it's Tulane like do I, they, I really do they think make that depends over? on the strength of the conference because like any year before last year I would have said yeah because you had the conference like the American who had teams like Cincinnati, teams like uh, Central Florida. Um, I'm blanking on other ideas, but you get my drift of where yeah. I'm going with this. Last year was a giant exodus with realignment, and it's going to only grow more this year with more teams moving to Power 5. It's only going to get worse. So now we're like having to replace Power Cincinnati. Four. Power 4, apologies, <laughs> you're correct. We have to now, they are trying to find ways now to replace those teams they lost, like Cincinnati, like Central Florida, like SMU for God knows what reason. So we're waiting on teams like (laughs) Tulane and JMU. JMU took their beautiful opportunity to thrive in a power vacuum, but now we have to see how long it's going to take that power vacuum to get up to get up to snuff. I'm glad that they gave them a bowl game, by the way. Yeah, that was great. They deserved it. Well, completely well deserved. Where they have one loss and like. 
their two years being uh, literally in the power five. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think JMU 100% deserved that. But shout out App State for handing them the L. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's, I, it's okay. It's App, it's App State. State. It's App State. Everyone, everyone drops a game to App State once in a while. Sorry. <laughs> Almost did. Almost did two years in a row. They win a championship ten years later. I, I don't know what it is about App State. 2023, like, man. <laughs> why, why does App State just always have somebody's number? Because because App State's gritty. App State put in that foundation forever years ago in the FCS level and just carried it over. That's a that's not a coaching foundation, but it was a foundation a coach put in. That's not an institutional foundation, which is beautiful to see and is what the dream is for any program. Maybe they, they take on that that mentality of the uh, you know bite somebody's kneecap off when you fall down when you get up. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in the next hour. We'll get that in a little while. We'll get that in a little bit. Sorry, I just love the state of Michigan football right now. I know you to, do. I mean, we haven't really touched on Michigan yet. Don't you wanna? <laughs> don't you wanna? I mean, we're gonna yeah, talk about quarterbacks in a minute. Take your fifteen minutes yeah, of fame, man. Yeah, let's 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 just go straight into the playoffs now. And to start it off, number four, Alabama. Faced off against number one ranked Michigan, and go ahead and take it away. I'll tell you what, I've watched a lot of great wins as a Michigan football fan. Now I couldn't have told you that five years, three years ago, but I can now tell. I mean, I've seen them beat Ohio State three times, I've seen them beat Penn State a couple times in big games. I've seen them with their back against the wall. This was, and I've seen them win a national championship. But this was, this was my favorite win I've seen them have. So I'll get that out of the way against first. Bama. Yeah, it was great because again, a lot of people were saying all month. That, oh, Michigan doesn't want to see them. Michigan was scared of them, all that. Which And this was an absolute classic of a football game. Oh, yeah. It was great. It this, was... Uh, this, I mean, this game and the Texas-Washington game, they were both just, you uh, couldn't have classic. expected Th- This game probably was the second-best Rose Bowl of and all time. This game, I, yeah, I can agree. This game had everything. It had two completely historic college football programs that have been here around forever. Two legendary coaches. Uh... Shout out Nick Saban, much respect, great career, goat. Oh god, we gotta talk about that. <laughs> two two quarterbacks that get talked about a lot in the media, and their names get thrown around a little too much from time to time. I feel at least, and just you know, great lines, great defenses going at it, and ultimately Michigan came out on top, which is great because, and I knew it all year. I've been saying it, and I wasn't just saying it because I was a fan. I knew it was something different, and it's not. And what makes me like this team so much more is because we've seen teams win national championships in the past, like 2019 LSU, who had flashy passes going down the field, throwing bombs to Jamar Chase, bombs over Baghdad and Jay Jettas. Yeah. Then you have team, oh God. Then you have teams like Ohio State's run, even though you know how I feel about them. In 2014, that's a legendary team. But this team was built on toughness, like we just said, grit, defense, and old school football. Like yeah. they ran the ball. Yeah. Trenches. Mm-hmm. McCarthy didn't even, like people say JJ McCarthy can't throw. He doesn't have to. He didn't have to. And even then, in the Bama even game, then, he did. 221 yeah. yards, three mm-hmm. touchdowns. People are so quick to call him out, but they don't they don't talk about like when he fits a tight, a tight laser 20 yards down the field between two defenders to Roman Wilson in the end zone against Ohio State and Bama. He did it. They don't like yeah. to talk about the throws when he Saves a horrible trick play, by the way. I don't know why we didn't learn from the TCU game. <laughs> a horrible trick play that could have completely, completely ended the season. Saves it with a great athletic play. Makes a play down the field. He's a winner. He's been I a winner since play. he's got here, since he's got there. He makes things happen, and he just always seems to find a way. Yeah, and this game, yeah. like we said, just, just a classic on both sides. And that's not to take away from Bama's season. 
Not right? at They all. come out the season 12-2. and two. They have struggles. Um, you know, uh, there was some discourse during the season about Nick Saban, and maybe he, maybe he lost it. But I don't think them losing this game means that he lost it, right? And no. this game, gut punch after gut punch. Gut punch. Alabama 7. Michigan 7. Uh, uh, Michigan uh, gets another touchdown, fails the PAT. Bama gets a field goal. Bama comes out in the in the fourth quarter after both teams are held scoreless in the third they get a touchdown they get a field goal and then with 134 left jj mccarthy comes up in the clutch uh hits it to roman wilson for a touchdown and then and then in overtime blake corum yeah. blake corum hey, gets the 17 a yard run. run a beautiful run beautiful by blake corum blake the great baby and then and then the michigan defense you know they make a great play they make a great play that entire drive and all ultimately though i think that was i think bama losing that game that was bama's fault i mean mm-hmm. it was a bad i know a botched snap i know Jalen milrow was just trying to make a play but ultimately that's a bad play call mm-hmm. uh, yeah they called brian johnson up on that one sorry sorry <laughs> steven oh we'll get there <laughs> but, <laughs> we'll get there i think that they got they got out coach as crazy as that is to say and they got no, they got out coach they got out coach and they got out tough for four they got quarters. coached especially on the offensive end yep. of the ball i mean we knew we were going to see a chess match between saban and Jim Harbaugh, because he's your guys' offensive play caller, correct? Well, Sharon Moore and him both. Sharon Moore and him both do it? Okay, and I think that was a great game plan by those two, and I think that um, your defense outplayed Bama's defense, which does not happen against Nick Saban. No. And I think that's just the credit of the Michigan coaching staff. I mean, I'm telling you, this 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 whole Baltimore to Michigan pipeline can really happen as a coordinator. Speaking of, I think, you know, a lot of stuff going on about Harbaugh. Potentially he's leaving. I think Michigan's in good hands. Yeah, throw more. Throw more if he ends up being the head coach. Because mm-hmm. let's ask Reg. I haven't. We have none of us even asked you yet. Like, how certain are you that Harbaugh's probably gone after right there after this year? I'll be honest. I'm still fifty fifty in the air. And here's he's always been the type of guy that's very kept, very kept. Like you'll yes. never know anything that's going on. He's interviewed with three teams already, right? Or is it two yeah, teams? three. He's interviewed with three. Chargers, Falcons. Raiders. He interviewed with the Raiders, but we all know yeah. what happened there. He's interviewed with three, and you didn't know about any of those interviews until the absolute second that it happened. Yeah. So he's very self-kept. And I think, ultimately, it doesn't matter. Like He doesn't really care about the money. He knows He knows he's, Michigan could pay him, and he's already going to get paid there. I think what he wants to do, and I don't blame him at all. I actually had this conversation with a fellow Michigan fan yesterday. I don't blame him at all. He wants to feel more wanted because, yeah, Michigan, the university backed him up a little bit more towards the towards the end of the year once we started winning. But I'll tell you this, and I was this is what I told the other Michigan fan yesterday when I was talking to him. Nobody had his back, and nobody had Michigan's back at all until we beat Penn State. That's when people, some yeah. people started to hop on the train – Nobody cared at all. Everybody was against him. Everybody thought he was a cheater. Everybody thought he was a fraud. An Had the case come that. out by that point? Yeah, it was out. Okay. He was just got suspended. And then when we beat Ohio State, we got a lot more respect, but still not enough. And then as soon as we beat Alabama, that was when I turned on ESPN the next morning. And, and everyone <laughs> said you were going to be the national champion. <laughs> and I heard Paul Feinbaum say that Jim Harbaugh outcoached Nick Saban, and I actually almost passed out because I was just in such disbelief. <laughs> that was but, and I think that's kind of how he feels. Like he wants, he's, He doesn't like the way he was treated by the university last year. He doesn't appreciate the way he was treated by the Big Ten last year. And he doesn't appreciate the way he was treated by the NCAA and is still being treated by them. Yeah. 
So if he can get reassurance from the university, I think, that says that he's going to stay and they're going to they're gonna back him and fight for him no matter what the NCAA tries to do to him in these next couple months, because it's going to be bad, and we're ready. We're ready. It, we, we, trust me. You got, you got your ring, and I think yeah. that's the biggest thing. You got yeah. your ring. We'll be ready for it, but that's what they're going to try to do. They're going to try to come down on him and the program hard, and I think he wants to make sure that he's going to have support in that. Well, you did see that in his next NFL contract. He put uh, whatever team he signs, he, they reported he's going to put a clause in there that whatever sanctions come down from any NCAA court case, he can't get fired. Yep, that's what he wants from Michigan. And I think if they give him that, he's going to I think that's smart. I, I think even if anything happens, he doesn't put that in there, I still don't think you fire him. No. And then, if we do, we deserve to go back to the gutter. But, th- but then it even comes to the question of, well, does he want to coach the Chargers? Mm-hmm. Does he want to coach I, the Falcons? I think I know the team he wants to coach, and they haven't interviewed him yet. But if he's going to go anywhere... I really hope it's anywhere but the Dallas Cowboys. I hope the guy doesn't have the Dallas Cowboys. I don't want him to look. I don't want. I can't root for him. Look, I don't want him to go to Dallas. I don't want him to go to Pittsburgh. Just because I don't feel like dealing with that twice a year. I don't need to deal. I know you would love it, but I don't need to deal with that twice a year. (laughs) But I think the team that he most wants to go to, and just to touch on the his NFL past real quick, is the Seahawks. I think he wants to avenge everything that happened in san francisco a saga that was well documented and well he was pushed out by ownership i think his dream is to go to seattle beat san francisco every year and dominate them and have his haha moment i told you so because that's the type of person jim is mm-hmm. the type of person john and his father are so <laughs> and i love it he already he already like listen i have to respect it as a fan because what he said he was going to do when we hired him. Oh, he did. However long ago, I think it was nine or ten years ago now at this point About almost. That. Yeah. Around there. He said he was coming back to his alma mater. He was going to restore the program and make Michigan a national powerhouse again. And that's they exactly did. what he did. He built the foundation. I still have much trust that the foundation that he laid down is going to stay for years to come. I, I, I am fully committed to Sharon Moore, whether it's him or Coach Minter, which – uh, Jesse Minter's probably leaving, unfortunately, but that's fine. Come to purple. I am. I'm. I'm fully. I'm fully still bought into this program, this team. You know, these teams can spend as much money as they want in the NIL collectives. You could get as many recruits and transfers as you want, but at the end of the day, it's what you put out there on the field. And at the end of the day, it's easier to get into the playoffs now, yeah, especially for a much. team like Michigan, yeah. who can probably now. Get in there every year. Afford to lose two games. Make it an annual trip, yep. And I think what the sanctions come down, whatever those will be, will tell the future of what it will be. Because out of the college football playoff teams left, you know you're the only one. I think it's weird, too. The only team you're certain is going to make it every year out from this point on is Texas. Because you don't know how Bama is going to be yet with everyone transferring in an exodus with the leaving of Nick Saban. Well, I meant the teams that just made the college football playoff this past year. I just meant those teams. Um, you, you, we don't know what Washington's going to oh, yeah, do. No, we don't know Washington. if they're even going to have a winning record next year. No, it, it's that rough. exodus is bigger than what TCU horrible. had, especially transferring to the Big Ten I this mean, year. They lost their, their they head lost coach their head coach, QB one, RB one, and RB two wide receiver one, two, and three. Lost their tight end one. Lost their best defensive player. Lost their best corner. Lost four. That's three of their best linemen and their head coach. That's an entirely different team. That's an ethic. And they lost all their top recruits. Whole new program. Whole new program. And I think they're going to, I think out of the four that made it this year, they're going to struggle. They're going to see the biggest decrease. 
I think they might. Yeah, I. It, They're going to struggle to get a bowl say. game. It's not They're ba- going to struggle to make a bowl game. I agree, and it's not you know far away to say that they might have one of the worst Big Ten records next year. Yeah, and I think the only one we're waiting on to say is Michigan. We're waiting on what the NCAA is going to rule. If they Who's do not coach, if they do not rule anything within the next within until August, I fully believe that Michigan is going to go back again next year. But we're going to wait to see. I think even if you change your coach, as long as it's someone in staff and in-house, I feel like you can still make it back. Yeah. Because you got to think, they lost a lot of the guys on the offensive side of the ball they're losing. But they have Mr. Donovan Edwards coming back. They're, almost their entire defensive line will be back. What a national championship performance by him, by the way. Six carries, 104 <sighs> yards, and two touchdowns. Dog. Are you kidding me? Dog. Dog. And then that doesn't Dog. take away from Blake Corum. Pound it 21 for 134 and two touchdowns. Pretty they much. were just trading off like, oh, oh, you want this touchdown? Okay, now I'm, I'm going to get this one. They did it the whole game. They had 106 rush, 206 rushing yards in the first half. 206. It's also much credit to the to the big hogs up front. Absolutely just moved people all year long. Lost Actually lost the best the best lineman they had in the Ohio State game, yeah. Zach Zinner, probably would have been a top, I would say, before he got hurt, probably would have been a top 15 pick. I think now he's going to go gonna probably. It's the same situation. It's Andrew that? Voorhees. Because yeah. you know what team he's on right now. Yeah. <laughs> he's fighting to start next year at guard because Lord knows we're losing both of them. I would have liked to have him, dude. I wanted him so bad. Uh, it's okay. We got him so in the seventh round. It's okay. You have a guard. You have Bro. like three guards. He could play tackle. You have tackles. He could. Your O line is in a better shot. Your O line is in a better spot than mine is even right now, dude. But here's the thing, right? Like, we'll we'll get there. We'll get there because we still have a whole another half hour of college football. Thankfully, need it. But Reg, I mean, congratulations to you. Congratulations, Coach Harbaugh. Thank you very much. You guys truly deserved it. You I did. remember what it felt like sitting in this room last year around this time. It was. It <laughs> we're was we're missing one key fact. We're keep missing one key player here for you to. He'll be here. He'll be here in a half hour. The Ohio State fan didn't want to come in the studio today. <laughs> He's coming. For all of you listening, <laughs> he, he didn't want to come for the he'll college football segment. He'll be here. He's just PT. <laughs> he'll be here though. I mean, we'll give you guys five. No, minutes. shout out Walt Lewis. He's a. Shout out Walt Lewis. He's an Ohio State Buckeye fan. It's been a rough couple years for him, but they're doing a pretty decent job. I'm right just now. happy he finally admitted it. So shout out, shout out Walt. But um, I mean they're not doing it. They're not. They're 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 in panic mode. That that's what I call that panic. Mode. We'll give you guys the first five minutes of the NFL segment. <laughs> you cool with that? Yeah, sure. We'll give you guys the first five minutes of the NFL segment to go at it. Yeah, they understand. Me and Steve will turn our mics off and let you guys just have fun. <laughs> yeah, one hundred percent. Um, but just to, you know, just to touch on um, the future of, you know, some of these other teams really quickly. I mean, Texas, Quinn Ewers sticking another year. What does that mean for Arch He Manning? didn't transfer. So that I'm means surprised. Arch Manning is – I think that says a lot more about Arch Manning's toughness. I think, I think so too. I think for all the glitz and glam and all of the praise that get, and all the shade that gets thrown on him for being a Manning kid – the fact that he didn't transfer shows that, hey, I'm going to stick this out and fight and win this job. And I think it also shows a lot about Coach Sark and how good of a coach and developer And that was the next is. thing I was going to say. I think that shows a lot about him. I think Manning probably ends up only getting one year starting, but goes gets his redshirt sophomore year starting and then goes probably straight into the draft after mm-hmm. that. That's crazy. I, I and if he's as good as they say he is, he'll only need one year to show his time. I'm surprised he didn't transfer. I really am. I 
shows I, his I toughness. I expected him to go somewhere else. It's and I, I don't. I like it, dude, because I feel like again, it's becoming way too big of a. Like it's yeah, almost turning it. into free agency. I hate it's the ridiculous. Portal. It's worse than free agency. Yeah. At least free agency, you're bound to your rookie contract. <laughs> now it's a. It's a golf no, right. I'm anti portal. Yeah, yeah me too. To an extent, uh, I'm, I say, I'm not. It. I'm with Reggie. Right. I'm. I'm anti modern portal. I'm yeah, anti modern. Let me just go in I, and go somewhere else. I feel like, like you need to put back the year, the year requirement. And I think. I think. But. I think, nil wise. You should be at. You should need to be at a school for a full season before you can sign an NIL contract. I and don't I know about you, that. I understand why you might be against that, but I think that would all, that would um, bring down the transfer rate. I think it would bring down the transfer rate. The only issue is I need to see some justice in the same way for coaches. I need to see security placed on the coaching end as well, and because that, that's the whole reason we have these systems in place because coaches are allowed to. Pull a Lincoln Riley from Oklahoma. Is there an They're NIL allowed cap? to pull a Duke from um, Texas A&M. What? Is there an NIL cap? No. That there also needs to be that. Our school and only the have problem a is you can't put an NIL cap because it's not paid for by the school. It's paid for by the boosters of the school. I guess that's true. So you can't technically put a cap maybe, on it, and that like was the argument point. Only a certain amount of players. You know what I think they should do to fix that problem? What? Recently, you just had a very, very, very iconic, smart, intelligent man retire from the game of football as a yes. coach. I think maybe you find a role for him to maybe oversee I think how that's all an amazing idea. Go, and maybe you put Nick Saban in charge of all NIL all NIL things in general. And even ma- even make him the head make, of a committee. Yeah, make I him think the that's head. Or maybe, you know, the college football playoff committee, everyone talks about them as such geniuses. Maybe you put a guy like that on there and things can get fixed. Stop putting presidents on there yeah. of, of colleges who will <laughs> clearly be biased. And who've never played the game before. and they ju- Actually, no, they've played it. Oliver Luck's on there, yeah, so, I mean, he, like, he knows. I don't know. Some of the people on there are But just the problem is Oliver Luck is a known president of West Virginia University. Mm. That's my issue. Don't have presidents of current colleges Oregon's there. athletic director was on there for a while. Why? It's insane. It's Which like, are you kidding they're gonna, me? Because they're going to clearly vote for their pocket yeah. or their interest of their, even not even their pocket, but even their conference because they each get a stipend out of yep. it. Which is, I understand why you get this, you have the stipend because you have the stipend to correlate what happens with March Madness and college basketball. Ugh. But st- still, in college basketball segments are crazy. They get paid for eight years for one tournament run, I the know. whole conference. I know, which is wild. But with all that being said, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to go over PFF's top QB prospects. That not list deep- is already in the wrong order. <laughs> yeah, not a deep dive, but we'll get to that later. You're currently tuned in to the Letterman here at 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre, Grand Hazleton. Don't go anywhere. Next half hour, count up next. Kristen Rock, General Manager here at WCLH. Always remember, keep it locked on 90.7 Wilkes University Radio. And welcome back. You're currently tuned into the Letterman here on 90.7 WCLH Wilkes Bear, Screen Hazelton. Still the same cast, Stephen Kosky, Zach Perway, uh, Billy Searle. 
And like I said, right before the break, going to talk about PFF's top ranked quarterbacks coming into the draft. Um, again, not a deep dive because we'll get to that once the NFL season concludes and draft time nears. But as probably the most, you know, the most important position on the field, it's important to talk about these guys and some surprises, maybe uh, some declared some earlier than I thought, maybe, but obviously they have Caleb Williams ranked at number one. And, and that's fair. He's yeah, it is fair. The top, the, they have seven listed. Number one is Caleb Williams. Yep. Number two is Drake May. They have Jaden Daniels at three, Bo Nix at four, Michael Penix at five, JJ McCarthy at six, and then Michael Pratt from Tulane at seven above, as uh, Billy said during the break, to his little brother. <laughs> Mm-hmm. He's above Talia. He's, <laughs> he's above. He's above Spencer Rattler. Spencer he's above. Um, <laughs> Dude, I forgot about Spencer Rattler. Yeah, I have another list up here from Draft Network, so you get more names in it. Just because P- they don't try and nickel and dime you like PFF. Um, they have Spencer Rattler that come came out. Jo- we're forgetting Joe Milton and Jordan Travis also have to come out. Yep. But Jordan Travis probably won't get drafted just because of his injury. Yeah, probably we'll, end up being uh, like a Talia. I don't know. We'll see about. We'll we'll, we'll see. see about. But normally, quarterback-wise, only less than 10 get drafted a year. So we will truly see. But we could see a team take yeah, P- a team. And PFF, they have Spencer Rattler behind Pratt, Jordan Travis behind him, Joe Milton, and then they have Talia. And, guys, Sam Hartman? Hello? Yeah, oh, he's, he's no not, no. Good, but Forgot about Sam Hartman, Devin yeah. Leary, and then the, yeah, I mean. There's a lot of quarterbacks that work in college that aren't going very far, and Sam Hartman's one of them. I think we've seen much – I mean, correct me if you guys think I'm wrong here. I think we've seen much stronger quarterback classes in the past. I don't think this is the strongest one we've seen. In comparison to what? The one with Josh Allen and Herbert, right? Weren't they all in the same No, one? but I know what you're saying. 2020, I understand. Because Josh Allen was the same one as Lamar. Mm-hmm. Which 2018? I feel like this could be a 2018. I don't think it's a 2020 though. 2020 might be the best quarterback class of all time Is that right Burrow now. Burrow and Allen, Bur- or not Allen? Burrow, Herbert, Tua, Hurts, yeah. Love. Yeah, 2020 would be the strongest of my lifetime. There wasn't a single quarterback bust in that whole class, so I can't even sit here and act like that was a bad one. But this is closer to 2018. I think Red just spot on with that. Yeah. I feel like it's just getting hyped like it's a 2020. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen, I I just I want to get your opinions. On, on, you know, if you had to just rank your top five off the top of your head, who, who would it be? You want to go first? Top, or top three. Your top three. Top three is easy. Top, I top feel like top, top three is easy. I think, is it? I don't think it is. It's Williams loves. It's Williams. It's Williams May Daniels. I feel like that's the easy, consistent top three. I disagree. Dude, that's I'm, fine. I'm putting Michael Penix Jr. in my top three. And, and that's fair. Because I'm going to tell you, he didn't play great in the national championship. And, and, and that's the reason I'm not putting him there. <laughs> Dude, you, and I'm not saying this because I'm a fan. That was one of the best defenses I've seen in college football in the last 10 to 15 years. And 100%. I'm not doubting that. But and they got after him. He's supposed to have the best offensive line in the country. <sighs> they they absolutely laid an egg. He was getting chased around. He missed a couple throws, but he also had a couple of guys dropping balls. He wasn't. He had guys. He, he was getting blitzed all night. I think he's fine. He's won big games. He, they said he couldn't beat Oregon. He did it twice. They said he wasn't going to beat Texas. He beat Texas. Look, besides, that. Besides the national championship game, every other big game he's ever played in that I've watched, 
He's passed the test. I just think that game showed flaws and what happens when the play breaks down. Yes, I understand why he's at five. I don't think he's five. That's where I disagree. I think he's going to be the best out of all of them on the list. And and I think he's going to go to a great situation. I think if you get him later, I feel like... I'll take him in Pittsburgh. God no! I'll, I'll gladly take it. God hey, little no! Kirkio, Kirkio's coming to play. Yeah, yeah. Go grab Kirk. little Kirkio. I, I don't, don't got to worry about Kirk. I grab little Kirkio. You, you got to worry. You, gotta, oh, you gotta always got to worry. I don't care how good Listen, you are. The reason, the reason you are owned too. Don't forget. Don't think I forget <laughs> about that over here. I think in this draft class, and maybe maybe I'm drinking the Kool Aid a little bit. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm sipping on. Maybe I'm. Maybe I'm drinking the Kool Aid. What you sipping on? But I think PFF. They've got JJ McCarthy ranked at way six. too low. Dude, he's honestly turn me up after Stevie. this season. Way too low. I think JJ McCarthy's got to be in the top three conversation. And, and you know what? And he's not three. I and he's He's a winner. That's he's what he does. He JJ wins, and that's fair. He's lost one game. He's. And a lot, a big thing nowadays, especially you got the COVID year, it's a lot easier to get injury waivers. He, this kid is 21. JJ McCarthy's 21. He is the second youngest quarterback in this class. Drake doesn't, May doesn't turn the ball the, over. He's the youngest, but he's the third the, youngest. Then I'm sorry, because Williams is younger than him, correct? Mm-mm. Caleb Williams? Yeah. No. 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 They'll all be. Uh, Caleb, no, those three Caleb will all be Williams, 21 yeah, then. They, they will. No, they'll all be 22 by the start of the season, I believe. They'll. They'll either be 21 or 22 by the start of the season. Drake May, I just, I, I know that because I just looked up. His birthday's in August, so he'll okay, be 22. I, I didn't look up when J.J. McCarthy's. That, that's fair. This was recently, actually. So, yeah, J.J. McCarthy's the youngest then, which is fair. And I feel like that's, I feel like this class you could easily split into two. You could put, you could fit it into the. the, the yeah, J.J. McCarthy turned 21 two days ago. Yeah, yeah. so he's 20 when he so, won the national championship. I feel like right. this class you could easily split into the traditional age prospects, which is the Caleb Williams, Drake May, J.J. Um, McCarthy. And then you have the COVID old guys in Daniels, Knicks, and Penix, who Caleb, are all going to be 24 at least at the Caleb, time of the draft. Caleb Williams will turn 23 during the season in November. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, so yeah, Caleb was the older than I thought, but Caleb Williams was an older prospect, and because he's still <laughs> the same eight, he's still the same classification as Williams, May, and McCarthy. He yes. did three years of college football. That's true. Yeah, and that's what I was trying to get at. But yeah, we have the old guys in here too, which is very interesting. Last year we saw the first one with um, Hendon Hooker. He was the first one that was of an advanced age from the rest of them, and that was able to still play football, college football due yeah. to the COVID year. Now we see a lot of them. We have we have Daniels, Knicks, Penix alone. Later in the draft, we have guys like Joe Milton, who stayed for a long time. Jordan Travis, who stayed for a long time. Um, Spencer, Spencer Rattler, Rattler, who stayed for a long time. So you have guys that took advantage of these and extra o- years. And obviously... Sam Hartman and Sam yeah, Hartman. I don't know why we keep forgetting about Devin Sam Leary too. Oh, and I mean, I feel like now we raise the conversation of how much does that extra couple years factor into their Sam pro- Hartman f- will factor be in twenty five in July. Like that's insane. So how much do we feel those extra years factor in when you're looking at a prospect versus when you're looking at the more traditional younger guys? Well, I'm saying, not I'm saying for this for this specifically, I think JJ McCarthy. He's top two. He's top two. And I think you can make a conversation for number one. I really, I really and do think. And that's fair. Because, and I understand that, you know, he did have one of the greater defenses. 
and you know maybe you know, obviously he had a really good run game but i don't think that's to take away from the passes he did make no matter what you say about him he's a winner mm-hmm. he's only lost one game ever in the playoffs you can't say the same for anybody else on this list anybody else not caleb williams who had a, a collapse of a season by the way Probably the most disappointing one on this list, I'd well, say. Drake, uh, disappointing, I don't know. Drake, Drake May <laughs> he might have been more disappointing. Jaden Daniels, did he, you know, is Jaden Daniels, he's a winner. But is he a product of his offense? Is he? That's the question. Is he a little injury prone? J.J. McCarthy, availability is one of the top things you need. J.J. McCarthy doesn't miss games. Net, he does he not miss games. The game. Bo Nix, you know, another one of those older guys. Michael Penix, obviously. The exact opposite of J.J. That. McCarthy. Right. <laughs> A lot of these these top prospects are the exact opposite, and, and you're drafting JJ McCarthy, who, you know, he's only 21. He's dealt with adversity dealt too. Dealt with adversity. Yeah. He, I he, think. And you talk a lot about like stability at a coaching level. Well, what worse can you get than your head coach getting suspended midseason and having to switch? And I <laughs> think that raises into the conversation of Caleb Williams and why there's pushback on him being QB one. He's my QB one only off of ability. When we start to factor in the extra stuff, he quickly is starting to not become my QB1 because there's so many red flags in his character. Yeah. He wants ownership in a team. He he yeah. his whole rampage on Twitter this past year about a number of situations. I got into an argument with someone about the crying situation. My issue with Caleb Williams wasn't that he cried at a game. Show emotion. I don't mind that. Don't call the victim card when you turn around and say they cried and nobody say nothing don't do that because i'm not going to want you to then turn around and be a leader of my franchise well cry with your teammates i don't I mind feel like if you're on the field like i don't mind being on the field crying i understand the family aspect of it yeah but like when i feel like when he goes out of his way and goes and cries in his mom's arms which obviously it's his mother but I, that's I why i didn't that. mind that but i feel like that kind of makes him like puts him in a spotlight it does put him in a spotlight and i wouldn't mind that if you knew how to treat it my issue immediately came when he went on twitter went who bo nix went and cried bo nix cried after losing the pac-12 championship game and then he went on twitter and said y'all didn't say nothing about him don't do that because i'm not going to want to take you as my franchise quarterback because the way that they both reacted to crying bo nix he shed some tears he cried during you know at the end of the game during his press conference but you the the one thing you can say about Bo Nix, you know, regardless of age, regardless of whatever, he is the definition of a professional. He's the definition yep. of a mature he, quarterback. He presents himself. Granted, he's done it for a long time. <laughs> right. I mean, but no, he's you're right. You're, you're 100 correct. But yeah, that was my big. That was starting of my big issues with Caleb Williams. I don't think I think he's the most immature quarterback in this class. By far, and it it's hard to say that, especially when you look at his ability, and it's like ah. He's clearly the best thrower in this class. He's clearly the best prospect in this class. But the issues comes in when you factor in everything else, the non-football factors. And Caleb Williams is not passing those with flying colors, which is why I've been starting to look at Drake May, who's an actual grown-up as my QB1. But I might be a little biased to that because North Carolina fan. But, I mean, Caleb, Drake May is the only reason we're not an Three and nine team. Dude, why'd you say it like that? <laughs> Three actual grown up. Like, okay. Whatever. That's fine. Got a little theatrics. It's the first show back. Gotta, gotta, gotta make it animated, guys. Come on. We can get boring in March when there's nothing to talk about. You can, get, baseball. Bo- we, you can get boring in March when we're talking about the offensive line prospects. <laughs> I 
My bad, Reg. My bad. Oh, my no, bad. That's fine. I get my it. Bad. I get it. We can get boring in March when we have to talk about the Yankees being overrated again. Hey, all I'm oh, saying is an, an offensive lineman didn't even play in a game yesterday, and he was still the face of the show with Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes facing off against each As other. As he should have been. True. Oh, yeah. <laughs> an yeah. offensive lineman was we still got, the face we, of the we show. We got 15 minutes. We really want to talk about NFL, guys. We got 15 <laughs> minutes. I'm so mad. I have to leave. Oh, you have to leave? I have to go to... PT. Yeah, I gotta go get third. I mean, we, we can give a little preview, right? Yeah. Before, uh, yeah. Before we go though, just uh, one, one more time. Just say, say your top five. Top five, top five. Um, my top five is Williams, May, probably Daniels, McCarthy, Penix. Billy, give me Williams, May, McCarthy, Penix, Daniels. Yeah, and I'm going. I'm going. May, McCarthy. Williams, Daniels, Penix. Wow. Williams. Williams at three. Woo! I'm going Williams based straight off talent. Do yeah. I think that he's going to be the best quarterback out of no. all these guys in the NFL? Not even close. I think he's actually going to be. He might be the worst. Here's the thing. Here's I think thing. he's going to be the bust. I, I'm, I'm, you know, last year when we were going over the QB prospects, everybody was like Bryce Young this, Bryce Young that. And then at me the entire time. I was like, dude, CJ Stroud. CJ Stroud's the one. CJ Stroud's the one. Everybody's like, no, 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 he's not. Well, guess what? He was. That means you are, I'm sticking to my you, guns. You and I Walt were like, on that I train. Was like, I was like, he. I, I said he might not even be the second best because of Anthony Richardson. I didn't commit to that. I'm still certain that Bryce will be the that. second best quarterback, at I, least I, in this I class. Am, I am too. I didn't commit to that. But but I am, I'm sticking with my guns. I don't let, think I don't let's, think. Let's just pray to God they hire a real offensive <laughs> coordinator and not that mosh posh of a staff they put together last year. And we'll, and, and we'll have to see. And obviously, it's going to depend where these guys go. And arguably, out of everybody, J.J. McCarthy is in the best position because yep. he's not going to go. McCarthy top. and Penix. McCarthy and Penix are probably in the best spot to go. It's wherever. obviously proven that if you give him a good coach and a good system, he's going to be all right, Mr. McCarthy. I, I agree. Which is why, you know, I'm mission to put this out there. The Seahawks, you were talking about it's, the, the put, put, put they got a there. Pick. Hey, man. Take McCarthy. Fal- Falcons, he goes there. But, you know, no, I think the Falcons. You might, mess around. Falcons. you might mess around and turn me into a different NFL fan. Hey, well, I'm just, say- I'm just saying, right? Like, I, 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 think, I think that's a conversation. I think the Falcons screw this whole thing up and trade a top, their top 10 pick for Fields. Are, do they have a top 10 pick? Eighth. I really hope Chicago doesn't take Caleb Williams. Again, eighth again. If they could take Marvin Harrison. No, here's dude, the only it's reason. It's ridiculous. But here's the reason why it's even a conversation. What do you do next year when Fields' contract is up? You can't just repay him because his contract's going to be $30 million plus. So I, that that's why true. the conversation's even there. Because if you pay him now, you're still complaining if you have to build, build Fields a team. And now you're not going to be able to because you have to pay him. I'll take Justin Fields over Caleb Williams. I'm not saying who's better and who's not. I'm saying why the conversation is even there. And, Especially and, and if you I give him Marvin Harrison. But, but what of the, course, 100%. I feel like the first pick should be Marvin Harrison. What the but Bears want for... There's a reason there's a conversation. What, what the Bears want for Fields, they're not going to get. They're not going to get, no. But they're also... I don't see the Bears having much... And this is sad because it's, it's not a fault of Justin Fields. It's a fault to the management of the last four years screwing it up so royally to the point where now is the clock is basically up and you're just finally now looking to build a team together. Yeah, And that's the reason why this conversation has to be had because you screwed up for four years and now it's like, crap, now what are we going to do? I, I, I see. I hear that. I, I hear that. And but. that's why the conversation is there. 
Hey, man. Well, we still have tw- 10 minutes of college football, yeah, and, the you're, you're, and the, and the, and the Ohio State fans showed up. You guys, we said we were going to give you guys the floor to do this for for a good couple of yeah, Y'all go ahead. You're welcome to hop in. Have fun. Walt, Walt showed up, guys. Give him your money. Ohio State and Michigan. You guys have fun. Hello, Mr. Lewis. Uh, let's. I just no, want to go over there. Get, you, you come here, man. I got this mic just for you. You can go right ahead, and you guys can. More get, get it out the way. You guys can. I just, right uh, I just want to ask, what your thoughts on the? Uh, I want to hear your recap on the college football playoff. I want to hear what you what you uh, thought about it. Well. I still, to this day, do not think that Michigan was <laughs> the best team in college football. Interesting. They absolutely were not. So who um, was? Who was? In the playoffs? <laughs> Got to go Washington. But, again, they, so, did, they did what needed to be done. I'm not saying – I'm not making an excuse for anyone. I'm just saying, top to bottom, I don't think that – it's kind of like it's kind of like McCarthy's in a Brock Purdy situation. Just manage the game. Don't commit any turnovers. Don't do anything dumb. Even though he does, he does. You can count on McCarthy to do something that almost gives the game away, but just it, it just stays within reach of Michigan. It's fine. It's okay because I got some dogs coming in. Oh, uh, you always have dogs. I got some in dogs now. coming in. So, and my best quarterback is an 18 year old who hasn't even stepped on campus yet. Yeah, that should, now, be, that should Day, be frightening to you. Yeah. So, and and I don't. I just don't see. I don't see the direction that Michigan is going uh, after this. <laughs> this and is when when I yeah. Keep this would be that. a great. It. We're gonna put it like this. I still think that Ohio State-Michigan game was good um, for both teams. Seriously speaking, I think that, like, the those door two, those, was In my opinion, those are the two best teams in the country. Like, That's those were two. Those were the two. Like, to, for Ohio State to do what they did and Kyle McCord was – I mean, I don't think that Kyle McCord was terrible, but we, we had to – we watched CJ for, what, three years? So what – like That was after Justin Fields. After Fields. So we've watched – a couple of QBs walk on Ohio State and just just do more. I don't like but I mean that just speaks to the level that they play at. If you can get a game manager to come in there like Kyle McCord and not mess the game up, their ceiling is like high. But the thing is you have to get that to happen again. That hasn't happened since I don't know who's the last quarterback to beat Michigan, Justin Fields. Like you, like, and again, I'm not even That's trying right. to be yeah. like. I ain't like, talking about. I ain't talking about Michigan. Because well, you got. You have to beat Michigan. That, like that's like. That's part not the of most the, important game. Well, the, as that's we said earlier, most important game. That's you, not the most important game of the season. You don't have. They probably you don't, don't have, have to beat Michigan. To beat Michigan. So, Twelve team playoff, Reg. Yeah, that is true. That is true. Which so means again, we'll both get in. Michigan is the only team that dies for the Michigan Ohio State. That's definitely not true because you wouldn't be spending thirteen million dollars in NIL collectives to try to recruit so a class and, right now. Go ahead and go that, ahead and if you didn't lose to Michigan, you guys would some, not be doing that. Do or some Michigan Kirby Smart. Do some Kirby Smart research. We don't got to do that. Do some lame research. We don't, we don't need. We don't need the five stars. They we don't need paying. the transfers. We don't need the money. We just need. Yeah, we need our coach and we need our guys and we need our culture. And five That's years all we of need. failure. In five years of failure to That's get there. That's fine. Ryan Day's Ryan Day's right there. He's about to be on his fourth year of it's failure. It's a wing that it's a win now league. It's a win now league. Exactly. And, it's, it's and bad. Ryan Day hasn't even come close to winning. And yet. y'all just won five years later. No. How many years later? Actually, 
A ton. And when was the last so, time Ohio State won one? 2014. So you can't say that no more. That's sooner than you guys won. <laughs> now, we won what, it I two weeks ago. Is, what I will say is, it's going to, I think that college football is going downhill. And I can just see the downfall because yeah, because this of teams is like Ohio be, State spending no, thirteen million dollars has nothing to do with it. It's just everything's <laughs> going to be driven by money. Making we were kids. not the only. Do you understand what Alabama does? What what Mississippi does? Why do uh, you think Nick Saban retired? Does? He doesn't want to do that. Texas he sees what he sees. What you're saying, right? Teams like Ohio State saying, are the reason that's happening. But it's not like teams like Ohio State. We don't even really do that. If anything. You spent $13 million and it's yeah, you're talking the, about the natty this year. was two weeks ago. You're talking about this year. It's still I'm January. About, you I'm guys talking, have spent $13 million already. You're talking about already. this year. I'm talking about what Alabama has been doing for years. Nick Saban can say what he wants. He's paying players to go there. And Flat Ryan out. not. Why do you think Urban Meyer retired so early? But why are you pointing out Ohio State? He was doing it before. Why are you NIL pointing out legal. Ohio State when several teams do? Texas A&M doesn't do anything. <laughs> I can I count. I can I know I know somebody personally that was offered millions of dollars to go to Alabama. I mean to go to Texas A&M, turned it down. I don't care about any of these teams. I care about Ohio State. Okay, no, we I can care do. about I care about the national champion Michigan Wolverines. That, okay. That's who I care about. Congratulations. I don't care never... about Ohio State. We own you guys now. You guys haven't beat us since I was in like, yeah, high school. Yeah, you'll be back in another I was, eight years. I, was, I didn't even have my driver's license the last time Ohio State beat You'll be State back in another Michigan. eight years. Now I'm on like my second car. I've already told two of them. Or third fine. car. And, uh, and Ohio State still hasn't beat Michigan since that happened. That's okay. It's okay. But it'll be next year. You guys are coming. They're coming. I don't. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it if y'all lose. If y'all have oh a down season, if y'all have a down season, I don't. I don't want to hear that Jim Harbaugh left. I don't want to hear that Blake Corum left. I don't want to hear that McCarthy left. If y'all have a down season. I don't want to. If y'all don't make it back to the playoff, I don't want to hear nothing. We'll be in the playoff. I can guarantee. I you can that. put money that y'all will not be in the playoff. <laughs> the twelve teams. It's a twelve teams. Twelve teams. Yo, crazy, dude. Does that not make it worse? Because now you're letting you're letting Georgia in the playoffs. You're letting Ohio State in the playoffs. You're letting Michigan, who, who, the Florida, national champion, no, the defending national champion. You're letting Michigan. Florida State in the playoffs. Oh letting, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch of got there's a bunch of teams that should have won the playoffs and that can beat Michigan <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Am I lying? <laughs> this is y'all, man. <laughs> so we beat you. That's How fine. are you going to say Ohio State could have beat Michigan if they got up? We beat you. We beat you. That's fine. That's okay. Me, me and Gavin's waiting for the NFL segment, all right? <laughs> like, there's, there's absolutely zero way you could still tell me that Michigan it was not the best team in the country. They said we couldn't Michigan beat first. First it was, oh, we're cheaters. Then it's, oh, you can't beat Penn State. Oh, we beat them up. Who's oh, you can't beat Ohio State. State. Bro, as long beat as them G- up. As long as oh, you can't beat Alabama. Beat them up. You oh, didn't you beat guys are going to choke. Beat them up. You, got, you guys are going to fold. You guys are going to fold. And what do we do? What do we do? We came out and we ran for 200 yards in the first quarter. That's exactly what we did. And you won by seven points. The national championship game. We won by seven points against the greatest coach of all time. Uh, I would say it's a pretty that's a pretty good game in my eyes. Would you? But Michigan's the best the best offense, the best deep best all yeah, around they team. They were, and that's why they and won the can't game. Can't score points. That's why they won the game. They can't score points. They scored 27. I don't. I don't. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna die on that hill that I don't think that Michigan was the best team. Now you got your natty, cool, cool. Uh, I'd say now so. do it again. We will. Don't worry, we'll be back. We'll be back before you guys are back. I, I'll definitely. I, I can definitely know. guarantee that. If we play, if we play the right quarterback, 
And the quarterback the situation. The thing is, the is transfer that you guys just got is literally Kyle McCord just like upgraded like a level. The quarterback, the quarterback is going to be. Nah, I don't. I don't think he's Kyle McCord. Like you're already, you're already. I don't, I don't already think like, he's Kyle McCord. He's not Kyle McCord. <laughs> yeah, he's not Kyle McCord, bro. Oh, okay. He's not Kyle McCord because he can he can run better. He can run the RPO. There's 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 much more that he can do, more than McCord. McCord really can't run like that. Probably can't make every throw. I'm Will, Will Howard is bigger, and. He's more of a dynamic dual threat quarterback. Now, I'm not saying that he's C.J. Stroud. I'm not saying that he's anything. But if he can put an offense together and Bill O'Brien, do not mess it up, please. Yo, can I can I actually read you guys a quote I saw about Bill O'Brien? We don't want to hear it. Why you pull that up? We don't want to hear it. Why you pull that up? Quick shout out to a uh, Chris and Rock general manager <laughs> went by taught uh, taught us uh, her second class of the semester today. Exactly. Hey. Shout out Chris and Rock. All right, so here's my Bill O'Brien fact I got yesterday. So he has spent eight total years working for either Bill Belichick or Nick Saban. He worked with Bill Belichick from 2007, 2011, and 2023. He worked with Saban in 21 and 22. And he doesn't have a ring to account for either of those tenures. He so he's coached coach? with Bill Belichick Is and Nick Saban and still coach? can't get a ring. But he's supposed to be the Lord and Savior. Is he a head coach? He's supposed to be a Lord and Savior. I'm but he can't win a ring with Bill Belichick. That's some West Walker stuff We're talking about working under head coaches. That's some West Walker stuff right there. So it's actually a dumb quote what he just said. No, that's actually even – that makes it even worse. You're talking about a coordinator, All he has to do is jump on the coattails and you're, ride him. You're talking but that about, means he pulled him down. No. You've been blaming the Eagles offensive and defensive coordinator all year. So obviously those are a pretty big factor when it comes into winning championships. Is your I blame Sirianni. No, I blame Sirianni in my GM. So you don't – Wait, Howie? Him. You never blame yes. Brian Johnson? We got a minute. So commercial. You guys remember when it's Bill very Bryan easy. The, the, was the Eagles press the Texans. The, the Eagles press there. is so misleading. You don't really know who to blame, but the truth is always going to come out. So now we know it, it was Nick Sirianni and 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 Howie Roseman who made the wrong moves in the offseason. It's, it's just so, it's just what happened. It's okay, guys. We got to go commercial I found this now. On the anyway. web. Thank you, Siri. Siri found something on the web. Good job, Siri. We got to go commercial anyway. Yeah, that's a... <laughs> yeah, that's a... That's, that's going to be the commercial break. Go, cool, Billy. You, you got to take... You taking off, Billy? Yeah, it was it was a pleasure. I'm very happy to be back in for my first show this semester. See you guys on Wednesday. Happy to have you back. Go, cool, Blue. Currently tuned into 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes Bear, Scranton, Hazleton. Don't go into our second hour. Coming up next. What's up, guys? This is Chris Gawardy, your hip-hop director, right here on 90.7 WCLH. I'm just here to remind you about the awesome shows that I got running through the rotation this school year. On every Wednesday, I run my music talk show, Talking Tunes and Topics, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m. Every other Friday, I'm running some live DJ sets at the station from 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. with my parties with CJG. Stay tuned for some great discussions and great music. As always, keep it locked. This is... 
I'll take best college radio stations for 3,000, please. All right, here's the clue. This 2018 Weekender Reader's Choice Best College Radio Station has been serving Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, and Hazleton for over 45 years, playing the best in alternative metal, hip-hop, EDM, and more. Uh, what is WCLH 90.7 FM? Correct. Be sure to keep it locked right here on 90.7 FM. And welcome back. You're currently tuned into 90.7 WCLH Wilkes-Barre Scranton Hazelton. Uh, same cast. Billy did leave, but now welcoming for the first time this semester. Gav, how's it going, man? Good to see you. I'm ya. good. It's happy to be back finally. Happy to be back. A lot of things to be happy about. Before we hop in to the playoffs um, for the NFL season, just some just some notes before we head in. Um, I I I I think it'd be hard not to talk about. The two biggest collapses of the season in the Eagles and the Jaguars. And oh, obviously, yeah. Marty not here uh, to talk about the Jaguars. But myself, and, myself and Walter are both here. And, and while, as you know, we're the resident Eagles fans here, I'll just... What's going, what's going through your head right now? Do we really have to talk about this? We really got to talk about it. We really got to talk about it. We really got to talk about it. Because mm. I'm, I'm about ready to become the GM of the Eagles. All right, go ahead. Give me your plan, Walt. Just give me uh well, I gotta I gotta get a master's degree first. <laughs> I give me a master's degree and just put me on the staff, put me anywhere. I'll give my insight and they'll <laughs> like me enough the that they just give me the keys. They give me the keys to the city and Philly, I got y'all. I think that I gotta blame the GM. I can't I ha- I put all the blame on the GM because you had a chance to keep most of the team together and you decided it doesn't really matter about keeping the team together, keeping certain pieces in-house, um, and you think you could just plug and play wherever you want, and that's it's not how it works in this league. Every every year is a new year. Anything can happen. You could be at the, you could be at the top and at the very bottom the next year. That being said... True. TJ Edwards, you let him go for what, twenty million, three years? That's that's embarrassing. That's embarrassing. Uh, CJ Gardner Johnson is playing in his second uh, NFC Championship. That's embarrassing. Um, I mean, yeah, Reed Blankenship he has potential, and Sidney Brown he has potential. But at what point do you address what needs to be addressed? We didn't need we needed linebackers for. How many years? We finally got some stability at linebacker last year, and all you wanted was one year out of it. So, I mean, it's the same thing. Like, you go get a coach, you let a bunch of coaches go to to respective head coaching hires. I'm not going to sit up here and say that they weren't deserving of hires. They had 70 sacks in a season. You got Jalen, the MVP. Like, both sides just like, I mean, whooped the 49ers. It was great. The jacket. It's a 49ers jacket. I do see that. And it was like <laughs> You'll get your time, Gav. Now and it seems like everybody was happy last year. Like every like team top to bottom, offense, defense, everybody was happy. And 
now it's like now you have more people with their hands in the pot and it's like not the right people with their hands in the pot. So it just shows that, I mean, Nick Sirianni had his hands in the pot this year and he didn't make a lot of people happy. I mean, the whole misleading, honestly, the misleading media stuff is annoying because we want to know. This is the most confusing it's, team. It's because we have, we got us blaming Brian Johnson for one week and then halfway through the season, you fire the DC, then halfway through, then at the end, we're talking about, oh, Nick had control over the offense and Jalen Hurts and Brian Johnson weren't on the same page. And What is it? Yeah, and it's like, it's like oh, Jalen was calling audibles at the end of the season. Like, and like, on top of having all of these free agents to think about now and who to keep, who to let go, who to, who's valuable enough, who do we go, how do we go get anybody in free agency, what do we go after in the draft? Like, it's not, I mean, I know what I would do personally, but James Bradbury we talk about, we talk about Howie Roseman yesterday. Cut him five minutes. Cut him in five minutes. Like, He's we talking about the same dude, and I don't care what nobody say. We talking about the same dude that is in Kansas City right now, went to six straight AFC championships. He was in Philly and went to five and a Super Bowl. So, it's 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 a lot of GM issues. Like, G, as bad as Howie Roseman is and Jeff Lurie are, are as good as they are, they can make some detrimental decisions that just cost us. Like, that just cost us. And I think that this year, it starts with them. Like, I can't even sit up here and blame everything on Sirianni. What is he, his third-year head coach? He's been carried. Let's just just call it. He's been carried. 2021, it was him. You let Shane go halfway through the season. Shane got us to the playoffs. No, what would have happened if we just gave him the keys from the beginning? Second year, you let him get full control, we go to a Super Bowl. So we've seen the highest of highs that we could ever hit. So yeah. it's just after seeing that and how Philly fans act, we're, don't show us the highest of highs and then don't get back there the next year. We'll never forgive you. Or at least if you're not going to get back there, don't you know go ten and one and then go end up one and six, and six in the la- like lose in the second round or lose in the first in the, round, lose, lose in the, first in the round. like yeah. So it's unacceptable because of the amount of time. Like everybody going into the year, we got Swift, we got Goddard, we got AJ, we got Smitty, we got Alameda Zaki is coming in, we got Julio. Who's going to stop us? Who's going to stop the Eagles? And everybody, including themselves. I think the the biggest problem with the Eagles was that they went ten and one. If yes. the Eagles would have went like, so, like if they, if they if go they went, six and six, that's what, if they went six. And if they six, go six, or, six, if they go six and six, or do kind of like a a Kansas City route. If they're if I think if they're seven and four at that point, I think we see that there's problems. I think the tr- the staff changes happen at that point. Because yeah, because now the ten and one is. You're you're trying to cover up your flaws and saying Jalen is and I need Jalen to stop stop trying to be Malcolm X stop trying to be like Martin Luther King like bro it's okay to be 24 bro it's okay to go to the club it's okay to go be you're trying to be this like pastor bro like it's okay just play football you're trying to be like maybe they letting them talk to the media too much I don't know but he's it seems like he's just he's trying to like. I don't want to say he's trying to act older than he older than his age because maybe he is older than his age the way he acts. But it's just certain stuff he just says. It's like, all right, you say that and then you go out and it's not the same. So now it's like when we were winning, everything was cool. But now it's kind of like, bro, shut up. I I miss, we actually don't want to hear the speeches. I miss the Jalen Hurts that I saw in the blackout jerseys. And it's the not Saints his fault. Like none of this is his fault. Like you paid him the money. It's he's well deserving. 
and you give him a coordinator, like it's like 2021 all over again. And I'm sure halfway through the season, he felt like that. It's just he's only going to show but so much through his emotions. He doesn't really show emotions. He's very good at that. And now but, the Eagles are going to have Jim Bob Cooter as their OC. Like, come on now. Famous Matt Patricia OC. I know, I know, dude. I just think I just think his name is funny. And I just even 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 with even with going into the off season, the everything you we you do Sirianni and like is magnified. Everybody is looking. What are you about to do next? How are you about to fix this? Like, if you're not going after the top of the top, what are you doing? I agree. What are you doing? Like, you interviewing Ron Rivera? Okay, he That's had a cool. good past history. That's cool. It's not the best option. It's not the number one option. But he going after experience. You're going after a guy that coached under Andy Reid. I mean, it's not terrible. It's not terrible. So, where do you go from here? Because everybody got fired but Brian Johnson. So... Well, the reason he didn't get fired is because he's it's, getting hired somewhere else. Uh, he is. It would be and crazy if he less, did, but I don't well, see. Well, it came out today, and actually while while we were on the show, Yeah, I think they hold it out he, in case he does. Well, that's what it, it came out that he is 100% leaving the Eagles. That It, it, it came out during the I show could see, today. I could see Tennessee. Please hire Oh, him. dude. Shot Mike Vrabel. I forgot about that. One less spot for my coordinators to leave. Please. forgot about that. Like, I could Your see coordinators Tennessee. Are gone, Zach. Shut up, yeah, Steven. I don't see Mike V even becoming the head coach again. He'll be not in the NFL, uh, not next year. Uh, we'll see. I can see Chargers, but anyway, <laughs> Eagles are out of the way. Let's let's move into the playoffs. Talk we'll, about the Jags. Uh, oh yeah, I forgot about they the Jags. Screwed up. That's fun. I want to make fun of Marty's team while he's not here. Yeah, go for it. Kick a man while he's down. Remember when Marty was like the Jags won the Super Bowl? Oh yeah, no, Calvin, Calvin Ridley really ain't coming back. Calvin Ridley might send them back to the Falcons. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> well, they just got uh, also happened during the show. Falcons uh, defense coordinator. He, he went got to the, the Jaguars. Jags. Yep. It might have been a one for one trade. They take their OC. You get your receiver back. But Ridley's a free agent though, so I don't think. I think that was. I think the Jaguars just wasted a second round pick. I pretty agree. much. Calvin Ridley. He's going to be a chief next but year. But I mean, no. I think the the problem with the Jaguars is one. The defense absolutely ate a bag of nails in the last half of the season. You went from being a unit that was being heralded as an underrated unit coming into the year. And they kind of showed it through those first couple games. They had a great showing against Kansas City earlier in the year. They were playing strong football, and then you kind of saw it fall off the rails. And I think that was more or less the play. They had injuries on the back end, correct? Uh, yeah, but I think my biggest thing yeah, yeah, my biggest thing with the Jaguars is they made no progress. Yeah, They finished 9-8 and eight They went again. backwards. They, went, they finished 9-8 again, except this time they didn't make the playoffs. Because if you're not making progress, you're going backwards. This team went backwards. The offense especially went backwards. This, we, I don't want to call him overrated, but Justin Herbert looks extremely overrated than what we said last year, but he was hey, playing hurt. Hey, I've been <sighs> saying it. Oh, but, I've been saying it for years well, we knew that, that Justin Herbert's overrated. I mean, yeah, but it's year like with Shane. coaching. Like, he hasn't had the best yeah. coaching one good either. year was his rookie year with Shane. His rookie year was terrible. Wasn't that bad? No, it wasn't. His rookie he, year was yeah, amazing. His, his yeah, his passing. Year. Trevor his Lawrence. Oh no, no Justin no, Herbert. No, oh, Justin oh Herbert. I, I, I said Justin Herbert. I meant to Justin say Herbert. I meant to say Trevor Lawrence. Wow. Oh, Trevor I meant to say Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. I mean, yeah, his rookie. I don't think Justin Herbert's extremely overrated. I think just I Trevor think. Lawrence extremely overrated. 
either. I don't know. I don't know that. I think they're both firmly out of the top five conversation. Thousand percent. They're even top seven. I think thousand hey, percent. CJ Stroud. A thousand percent. CJ Stroud's better than top, both of them. He's a top seven. CJ Stroud's league. better than both of them. He might. CJ Stroud's better than both of them. Top. He's at least top ten after this year. He's oh, at least yeah. top seven. At least. He's at least top seven. I mean, obviously, I. I mean, obviously, you know, Mahomes, Mahomes, Lamar. And and I think by the way after yesterday, do Lamar, not put say Allen it. in the top five. Lamar is one hundred percent. Lamar is the second best QB. Thank you. Uh, I mean, right He's now, the second best QB. Fought for it all off season. So we over Joey B. Yes. 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 Lamar is over. Joe hold Burrow. on, let me have this one. Joe Burrow gets to have the stupid credit of so having Jamar Lamar, Chase, T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst. No, a no, good no, running no. back. Saying Hayden Hurst oh, wasn't a good. Okay, I'm He's sorry. Because uh, at had the had end of the day, if Lamar doesn't beat the Chiefs, Joey B can say he beat the Chiefs. That's true. That's fair. If Lamar doesn't so make the Super Bowl yeah. this year, you can't. Wh- wh- whatever. I'm. That's just. But no, that's just fair. But it's fair. Fine. Fine. It's fair. But I think they both are. I, I, you we can, can agree they're two and three. You could, yeah, you could agree I'm, they're I'm two and three. I'm fine with you agreeing they're two I, and three. I think solidified Just, Mahomes and then Lamar and Burrow are there. Yeah, I don't. I think Lamar can win the freaking Super Bowl. And then Mahomes I think, is still number one quarterback I, in the league. I think Jalen is still top five. Can we put Jalen over Hurts, please? I mean, can we put Jalen over Allen? He did beat him. Mm. Can we put Jalen over Allen? He did beat him. Stop. So if you're going if you're going by the end of this year, if you're going by the end of this year, no. I don't think you. I don't think you can go by the end of this year. I think it, just in totality, I I will take Jalen uh, Jalen Hurts over uh, Josh Allen. You could say they both, you know, can't get it done. To okay, but in the playoffs, what would but you take Hurts over Allen for? Allen like, has had an, a coordinator every single year he's been in the league. Every but like year. out of their play, what separates Hurts from Allen? Hurts is much better with the football. He won the game. He's, he's much he's, more strategic he with though? the football. Turnover yes. was his problem is, Hertz, this year. I'll say Hurts is better with but the football. Josh Allen is but the king of turnovers. I'll say Josh Allen, is, Allen yeah. is more explosive with the football. But I feel like if you need someone to go win you a game, Jalen Hurts. He won the game against Josh <laughs> Allen this year. Yeah. And I and I think I think I think that's it's it's a hard it's tough to say, but. Hurts made it to the Super Bowl. He did. Josh he Allen, did. He, he, did. Can't, he can't. He can't. He can't get the job done. Yeah, yeah. that's and, really and, what it comes down to. And, right, and and I agree. And, and honestly, I like. I'm not. It's not to say that Allen is bad. Like I like Allen. Is just when it really comes down to it, can you beat the top dog? The reason still, I think Joey B is the only one that can say he did it. That is true. And I will give it to you. AFC got way better quarterbacks than the NFC. One hundred percent. That was the next point, literally. Yeah, the next the AFC is way better than the NFC. Oh, wait, I forgot. Oh, way better. Outside of you and the Niners and the Lions, can we talk about the Niners? Rams. We're, we're getting there. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I have class at two. Yeah, we can. We, we, we can talk about. The, let's, we can let's talk just, about that. All right, I get two to two thirty with the Ravens. Fine. What's right, up? Cool. Let him know. Uh. I tell you what, this past game was so stressful to watch. I, I've never <laughs> so as a, stressful. As a 49ers fan, can I get an honest? <laughs> we're gonna jump into the playoffs. It was about the 49ers right now. We'll, we'll, oh, talk, we'll touch on. I, I think we're fine. I just think the Packers like momentum matters. Are you worried about the Lions? Not as much as I was the Packers. What? I feel like the Packers had so much momentum going into that game right, where they were like on a high horse after like dominating against the Cowboys. Yeah, what a game from Jordan and. 
Jordan Love. Yeah. We'll talk about him when you're gone because he's you get very that. good. Like playing the Packers is like playing as Aaron Rodgers. I, I and and he fought. He followed the script perfectly, dude. He, he had you know yeah. had a great season. <laughs> Upset the Cowboys in the playoffs, and then he lost to the I, Niners. To be what fair, else though, is Brett new? Favre knew how to beat the Packers, to beat the Niners. I'm just yeah. saying. That's why I say to Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. The, I mean, I can't say I'm not scared of the Lions. I'm confident, but the Lions, their thing is they finish drives with touchdowns. They like, do. that's what that's the Packers couldn't do that. But I think defensively, yeah. I, I think we'd be fine. I don't know. Which is insane to say because I remember the talking point coming into the playoffs was the Packers' defense is awful. Yeah. They learned Joe Barry was playing for he his He was, job. but also Brock Purdy looked like shell-shocked at first. At the Brock, start of that Brock game. Purdy he did. didn't he know how to around. play football until the last few minutes of the game. Which, and he, he honestly did the same exact thing last year against the Seahawks. But what I'll say is he turned it on when it mattered. Yeah, when, it, when he needed to. Plus, Debo has to play. I really Debo like play, he's, Debo not playing, play. man. he's not I, playing. If Debo line. doesn't play, I think, I think he. I think he'll at he, least he'll attempt do anything. He'll he'll do anything in his power to play. I think yeah, he'll attempt to play. And I also I don't think they're. I don't think they're letting the whole report out about his about his shoulder. Oh, it's like it's it has to bad. be worse than what they're saying. If he's saying yeah. 50-50 chance, and it's Monday, we uh, the, so not you got yeah. what six days. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying don't. I don't think he'll try. To play. I think he'll be out there of course, suited. Because that's Debo. But it'll yeah, be Debo's visible. Not he's not just going to not get dressed. Like, he's nah. I think a big problem with the Niners last game, they had zero pass rush. Like, they didn't have a single sack. Which is very yeah. surprising. I mean, very surprising. Like, to say, Jared Goff does get the ball out. He does get the ball out. that's a great old line And Chase Young will have to step it up. Yeah, no. Seriously. Because it's almost seriously. like y'all got Chase Young for no reason. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Yeah, he had one, he has, one good game. Yeah, he had a like, th- one three sack. I think he had like two like and a half real. sacks. Y'all linebackers have been playing hey, out of their minds. Yeah, like, he's the only. Yeah. Like, y'all he's been playing out of their minds. Yeah, seriously. Now, he's y'all, you know how I feel about the back end. My, you know how I feel about the back end. It ain't changed. Avery Thomas has It ain't changed. Be benched. <laughs> Javarius Ward is very good though. Like, like he's locked. I agree. But it's that other side. Ambry Thomas was getting exposed last game. Yeah. So, but end of the day, I think ain't nothing I can say. I they think came they'll into take Philly, care of it. Walked through my warm ups. Walked through the DBs. <laughs> true. Came out with the jukebox. Kicked my security guard off. Yeah. The like I don't like. I, <laughs> what are you gonna what do? can I say? I I literally can't, can't even say nothing. And that's that's the best thing about football. We beat y'all. And y'all came back and beat us. Now, mm-hmm. what 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 do we have for it next <laughs> year? That's really what it comes down to. What do we have for it? Because after the game, we had a lot to say. I really we got need this Brock how it is. to, like, prove himself. Because, I mean, I was on really trying to hype him up. Like, oh, he's not a system quarterback. And I don't think he is. I think he played great, like, beating that accusation. But last game... He was a little he's, sketchy. He's a game manager. He was Can't a little. He said it. He was. He was. He was he on the game. We got he was, two game managers versus two game changers, and the and that that's not that's if it's not a better script than that, I don't even care. I would go against each other. But the thing is, is like, yeah, he looks at McCaffrey every single play. But you rather him turn the ball over? I don't know. I'd rather him if check got, it down. McCaffrey's yeah. going to get six every time you check it down. If I got McCaffrey, that is true. I'd rather him I'm just do that than because Jared Goff does the same. Thing he does the same with thing. Jameer Gibbs, yeah, he does the same right. thing. Brady did the same thing with James White. I think. I, mean, I think not, the difference there is though. I think. I think the Niners have in the running back room. I mean, don't sleep on Montgomery. I mean, come on. Like, let's not forget what he did the entire Tyler first half Montgomery of the season. And Jameer Gibbs are a great. Tandem. David. 
Yeah. David, David Montgomery. Ty Montgomery. Hold on a minute. My goodness. My bad. Old name. Ty Montgomery. That's an old name. You know what I sad about this? He was on our roster last year. Yeah. That's the old name. That's the sad part. No, I am. I think that's what I'm most nervous about is those two running backs. They're good. They're amazing. Too. They're the best room in the league. But I what think. I'll say is, if any team's supposed to stop them, it's y'all. It has to be. Bosa has stepped up his rush. I hear no. nothing but about y'all D-line, y'all no. linebackers. I, I think. I I know what it looks like to stop you guys. No when offense. When it comes to the trenches, <laughs> yeah. when it comes to the trenches it's going to be like the 49ers playing the Eagles last year. Oh, for sure. Yeah, if it comes I, down to that, I if it comes agree. down to because like a trench game, you're going to have to stop habit. their run game. Can you really stop their run game? Can because their run they're game? staying ahead of the chains on second down. The Lions have with a great run. rush. And let's not too. forget, listen, Amon Ra St. Brown, he's amazing. And he's probably he going to go up very, against Charvarius. But Josh Reynolds, Josh Reynolds on the other side. Him, Ambry Thomas. Listen, him and Jared Goff, they just. Clean. No, they do. They, like, yeah. they are scary together. Yeah. Like, they're going to have two plays. Still got to deal man. with Laporta. See, who's going to be, who's gonna be on Ayuk, though? Who's Cam Sutton? Be on Ayuk? Yeah, no, their pass defense is not good. Terrible. Their pass defense is bad. If, if Debo doesn't play, the Lions stand a much better chance. He, they here's, do. Here's my thing. Who is gonna who what safety is gonna go stop Jamison? Jamison has his moments of just taking an absolute top off. Yeah, but what safety is yeah, gonna not, go get him? I, I'm okay with that. That's not something I'm too worried and about. That's yeah, because that's something I'm that's too, just uh, yeah. it's either going to happen. It's, or it's yeah, not, yeah, it yeah. might happen. Hey, you know. I'm too. I'm worried like, about at this point. Jamison just be out there. Like Aaron Jones he was just running be getting around, cardio. Just be and he's not the fastest. Like, he I'm worried about go. Gibbs running get, around because like, he can break away. Yeah, he can. Like. And you have to deal. You have to deal with him. Deal with him as a receiver. Yeah, but they got to deal with McCaffrey as a receiver. They do. And, and I don't know. I don't know if the Lions. I. I'm hard pressed to say the Lions aren't built to deal with it. But you go. There's just too much on the Niners. Like. They don't have the secondary yet. The the Lions go are going into this draft. Like who would we match up on Kittle? They're drafting. they're drafting corner or they're drafting corner because they have the safeties. Is what happened to Emmanuel Mosley? Like I he tried to hurt. Follow he got him. hurt. He got hurt again. So it's Cam Sutton and, and who else? Exactly. Because their safeties are uh, hurt. Mel- Mel- um, oh, 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 I know. Mel- isn't Fon- Brian yeah. Branch hurt also for the? Yeah, um, but he's a safety. Because the right? but the Lions have like great. Lions have a great safety. Dude, room. Kirby Joseph. They're gonna have he's next good. year. It's gonna he's be good. Kirby, Kirby Joseph, Joseph C.J. Garner Johnson with then. Um, if C.J. resigns, Brian Branch in the slot. To play just so he could run over C.J. I understand why. <laughs> like I just wanted to happen. I saw I saw that thing he said about Baker. He's like, I told you. I'm like, no, you didn't. You got cooked the whole game except for the one pass of the game where Mike Evans up. dropped it. Yeah. You got cooked the whole game by Mike Evans. It's going to be a good game. I'm excited. I don't know the last time the Lions have ever came to San Francisco. So have they ever came to San Francisco? Oh, well, they, they've had. I mean, they sure they have, but it's been but, a while. I have no idea when. And I don't think they've ever done it in the playoffs. Who what been to San Francisco in the playoffs? Yeah, have no. they? I don't think they no. have. Well, I mean, they had they had Billy, they had Barry Sanders when you guys had Steve Young, so that's why I don't know. Mm, nah, I don't think. Or maybe it was the transition between Young and Montana. I don't, I don't know the exact time frame. I wasn't alive yet. I was too busy not being Chilling. alive yet. <laughs> too busy, you know. <laughs> yeah, I ten years. <laughs> Let's. It's gonna be a good game. I wish the Niners game was the four o'clock game. Uh, I, I wish it too. The I la- really the wish last too. Time the I wanted to be a shootout because I want to see can Brock Purdy win a game. Last time the Lions Brock played Purdy at uh, San Francisco was 2018. Oh, San Francisco won 30 to 27. 
Oh, wow. and the last time well, that's we played when we bad. was 2021. Yeah, we beat them, and you beat Detroit. them 41 to 33. Have they Detroit. ever played each other in the playoffs? Yes. Ooh, let's 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 hear it, Stephen. Uh, I have to find where where it is. See, I don't mean to make you look this far, but no, I, I would be like okay, saying, well, I just want to control the game, but I do want to see Brock do some things where it's like okay, like make some plays because in the Super Bowl he's going to have to. Yes. He he has to, no matter who we play in the Super Bowl. Yes. Which we'll be playing Baltimore. But if you play us, good luck. <laughs> hey, it's not easy beating a team twice. I'm just saying. I'm, it's not, I'm but I'm just getting, saying. Look, we got a whole game's worth of I film did that now. to the Texans without Marlon Humphrey and Mark Andrews. <laughs> you did. But that's the Texans. Yeah. That's the who Texans. All, I heard all week how I was about to lose. Yeah, because pe- that's what people say in the playoffs. That's what <laughs> I heard all, all week. week. Trust me, I heard that all week about the Packers. Heard another. Oh, they hot. But, oh, the I mean, the it was closer than. I don't I can't well, believe you said that about that. Uh, <laughs> so they've only ever uh, played each other twice uh, in the playoffs. 1957. Oh, yeah. Lions, the Lions' last road playoff victory before this season in 1957. No against, shot. Against the Niners. Lions 31, 49ers oh, man, 27. Had helmets. And then the most recent time <laughs> was uh, a one-point victory for the Niners in 1983. 49ers 24, Lions 23. Whatever. <laughs> it, was, it was Joey Montana and Dwight Clark. Uh, it was came off of a Eddie Murray missed game-winning field goal. <laughs> Billy was White that the Niners Johnson. No. That was the Niners kicker? No, that was the kicker. Lions kicker. Yeah, well, I'm going to need Jake Moody to lock in because he every time he goes out there, I'm like, ooh. You never know. I think the weather will play a part. Yeah. Wow. He's in San Fran, so it won't be that cold. I'm, That's so funny. 19, 1957. Are you Look, kidding it's me? not hard to find a kicker. Just go get a soccer player. It's really crazy. Yeah, but I mean, just, we just drafted him. In, we drafted him in the second round. Yeah, that I was wild. Did, but that just, was just wild. Eat the bullet and go get a soccer right. player. I mean, he's honestly wild. not terrible. No, he's he's, he's he, okay. but it's just like he's a rookie going out there so you don't I know mean, yeah, i'll tell you time. what i'll tell you who he's way better than roberto aguayo you guys remember that failed oh, experiment? Wow. well i mean that was like a historically bad what and it was after he won like three straight kicker of the year awards in college yeah, that too. was just yeah he was considered like the greatest college, college kicker. kicker of all time like dude missed three kicks his whole college career dude i uh roberto aguayo. had range too that's the crazy part his roberto like aguayo. biggest mate was like 59 roberto yards a wild memory and I have a question for Eagles, memory. though. What's up, Do you man? think A.J. Brown will be there next year? Yes. Oh, yes. 100%. So? He's locked Do in. not he's sit there and listen to Twitter. No, no he'll I, be back. I think he'll, he'll be back, too. But it's just like. I think it's a collective of I, I would everybody being frustrated and them knowing the problem and not being able to do anything about it. I would be hard-pressed to guarantee you that Swift will be back, though. He's not. Swift? Yeah. He's, he's not. Swift, Swift is going to take a pay cut? He's going to get offered a Miles Sanders contract. Oh, yeah. And he's going to take it. And he's going to take it. Shut up, Miles Sanders. As he should. Lost like, the starting job. Well, who's y'all going to like, draft Would Brian you guys back? personally drive Brian to. Johnson to wherever he's going? Yes. <laughs> like, he's so it's, bad. It's hard. It's hard <laughs> yeah, because it was Brian Johnson really the problem? We don't know. Offensively. Was it Brian? Was it Sirianni's offense? Right. He's just the play caller. Right. So Sirianni designed the plays. But... Brian Johnson the called on what Yeah, Brian but Johnson. those play designs were horrible. I'm about to say, Sirianni play, play designs were awful. It looked like 2021. It did. Horrible. So that was because really because those were Nick's plays, but it was Brian Johnson play calling. And then you add into the mix that 
you know, we all thought Jalen and Brian Johnson were going to get along, but Jalen wanted different plays. And on top and of that, it was just too stagnant. We don't know if any of this is true. Dude, if I got to watch another screen pass. Oh. Screen pass or inside zone with screen no pass, motion. Pass. The inside shotgun. zone worked, though. But, yeah, y'all got to stop running out of shotgun. Yeah. Y'all got I mean, exclusively zone shotgun. Y'all, there wasn't y'all anything else. Pistol? No motions. No. Understand. You just come out. No no motion. I mean, look, we run the second most shotgun in the league. I love pistol formation, man. Y'all also I do, but you got to have some movement. Pistol. You got to have also movement. faster. Y'all just do everything faster. We do everything. There's no reason y'all can't be that slow fast. and you don't throw everything in the middle slow. of the field. You try to run. You can't run tempo slow. We're the only team that I've seen run a slow tempo offense. What class you got now, Gav? Integrative media. Interesting. Ooh, have yeah. fun. I'm going yeah. there right well, now. We appreciate you coming on. I'm sure we'll see you again. Get it done, dog. Couple days, but yeah, uh, Wednesday. Yes, sir. All right. Get it done, or it's going to be a blot in the Super Bowl. Get it done. But with that being said, we're going to hop into our final break uh, before the show's conclusion. You're currently tuned in to 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre's Grand Hazleton. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. This is your production director, Ariel Reed, here at 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Hazleton, and I'm reminding you to keep it locked. You know nothing, Jon Snow. Oh, but I do know. I know that 90.7 FM plays the best in metal, alternative, hip-hop, EDM, and more. And to keep it locked on 90.7 FM, WCLH, which serves the north, eastern Pennsylvania region. And welcome back. Final half hour of The Letterman. Currently tuned in to 90.7 WCLH, Wilkes-Barre, Scranton, Hazleton. So good to be back, guys. It's my turn now. It is your turn now. We uh, did the NFC basically the whole last half hour. Zach. It's my turn. What up with the Ravens, Oh, Zach? man. Let me tell you. I said on this show last year, I said, Lamar deserves a second contract. And I'd be, I'd be a little sad if we didn't give it to him. But I also said the reason why we are where we are is because of a man named Gregory Roman. Gregory Roman. Gregory Roman. The stupid Roman Empire. Look, Greg, you rode the coattails of 2019 for three years. I don't know how you did that, but fine. Lamar, we hired Todd Monken. I, I I had my doubts about Todd because I remember him as Freddie Kitchen's OC in Cleveland. And I remember that. And that was terrible. And then I remember him being the coordinator the year before Tom Brady in Tampa. Again, 30-30. I had my doubts. 
Then I realized how much better he is than than Greg Roman and Marty Morningwig, who was Lamar's coordinator his rookie year. It was rough at first. We had we had to get out the rough patches. We had we had to deal with we had the the Pittsburgh game. Ugh. We had we had the Indy game. And then after that, you know, the offense finally clicked. The offense finally got to consistency. You, you let Lamar get down the field, and you let Gus do the rest in the bound low. You got consistency. The defense, I was never worried about for five seconds. I knew we were going to be great. Kyle Hamilton, you are amazing. I love you so much. Thank you, light-skinned man. True. Roquan, you are the difference oh, maker of everything. Roquan Smith. What an equaled, amazing trade the, you guys made, man. I said, I said, I was y'all since 2016, the year that CJ Mosley left, right after we made the playoffs, 2018, I'm sorry, 2019 to last year, we had zero linebackers. I love Pat Queen, and God, please resign. He was just out of position. Queen kept playing inside linebacker, and it wasn't for him. We needed to put him outside where he could just say, don't think, Queen, run. True. We finally did that. Matty B. Gay. I'm so sorry that we paid Broderick Washington Jr. instead Ugh. of you last year. Ugh. I thought it was stupid then, even though I didn't like you that much. But now I love you. And um, please take a pay cut. Like, not crazy. Like, I'll give you $20 million. But please recognize that we got to pay Queen, too. Gino, thank you for doing your job. But I know you're going to be gone after this year. We're going to try and get you that ring. Zay Flowers. Also more commonly known as my girlfriend's real boyfriend. Um, <laughs> Shout out, Carmen. Shout, Shout out, out Carmen. Um, yeah, you know, Zay my Flowers, thank you. I mean, and and this is also to add, while we were gone, I went to the, the I went to the Dolphins game where we clinched. And let me tell you. You did do that. Some immaculate vibes. I sent Steven the halftime performance of all time low. Shout out. Shout out, shout out, shout out Baltimore native group all time low. Great performance, by the way. They did a cover of Bruno Mars's Treasure. It was great. Um, anyway. That does sound pretty good. It, it, it was really good. No, they did they did one of their original songs I'd never heard of, the cover of Treasure, and then um uh Dear Maria. I got your picture. Everyone knew they were gonna do that. And I mean it was a great game, great vibes. Got picture Roquan Smith at the end of the game. I was great vibes. We won the thing. I could not get a mag. I could not get a newspaper or a championship jersey for the life of me. They were all gone by the time I got back up there. But no, this team. I'm not even done yet. Gus, thank you for doing your job. Ronnie, go, get out next year. But thank, finish your job and then get out. I need the money. Um, Morgan, if you don't take a pay cut, you can get out. But I don't feel like replacing all my linemen in one year. Tyler, thank you. Odell, thank you. Please come back. Mark, please get healthy. Uh, please come back. Isaiah Likely, you are a top 10 tight end who has to play backup tight end for another two years. Thank God. Um, Justice Hill, you scared me, but you finally learned how to play running back. I appreciate it. That is true. Gus Edwards, Gus Bus, woot, woot, boom, boom. I no, no need to say any more. Melvin Gordon, get out. You're not getting a ring. Dude, Screw you. Why was he? <laughs> dude, what was I even the point know. of that? I don't know. We had him last year. And what was we didn't want to get rid of him. What was even the point of that? <sighs> but what was even Melvin the point Gordon, of that? you're not getting a ring. Don't care. Dalvin Cook, you had, you're only there for like two, three plays. You had two great runs. You're welcome to be here. If you want to resign next year, fine. You're going to be RB3 or 4, depending on what we do with Gus Edwards or trading Justice Hill or not. Rashad Bateman, 
Ugh, we're not picking up your fifth year option. Whatever. Nelly. Thank you for Nelson Aguilar, Steven. I really appreciate it. Don't thank me, man. Thank the Patriots. Mike McDonald, please don't leave. Todd Monken, please don't leave. Bro, they're both gone. Denar Wilson, please don't leave. Anthony Weaver, please don't leave. John, if you want to retire after the Super Bowl, you can. Just make sure you promote Mike McDonald. Thanks. And last person to mention, last but not least, Mr. El Freaky himself, Mr. Johnny. El Freaky? Mr. Action. Johnny. Jackson himself. My MVP. But I don't even care about it. You can give the award to Christian McCaffrey, who deserves it more. I said it. Christian McCaffrey deserves the MVP. I don't care. He does. You can give it to Brock Purdy. You can give it to Dak Prescott. You can give it to Josh Allen. I don't care. I want that silver thing with the football on top of it. I want a third one. We'll see, man. I hope for you, dude. I I do. Listen, I I think... All right, I'm done now. That was seven minutes. (laughs) That was a good rant, dude. It's okay. Walter took like ten. I got more, more, but we got to get to the rest of the playoffs. And let's just let you know, we'll just go over the divisional round games. Whatevs. Texans... Ravens. And listen, man. Texans, Ravens. Ravens pick up the dub handily, thirty-four ten. But that was not the first half of that game. <sighs> let me let me tell you what the, the first half story. of that game was. The first half of that game was a carbon copy of the first half from week one. True. It was literally the same game. The only thing is, we actually scored an offensive touchdown that game. That's literally what happened. We actually scored an offensive touchdown that game, but it was a carbon copy. Man. Except we didn't have quick game. I that game you. we had quick game because it was just screens a day. We ran t- eleven screens a day that game. We ran none this game. But still, it was complete halt. Run game was going nowhere. Pass game was watch Lamar run around for five minutes while he gets sacked because there's no crossing underneath the route. Everything's we look like the Eagles offense the first half. No offense. It's all right. <laughs> it's true. Defense looks strong though, and that's what I saw week one. So. We went to the locker room, came out. Me and Todd talked. I told Todd, I, I swear, man, if okay, you don't actually listen to T. Martin, because it's T. Martin doing this, because if it was up to Todd Monk and we'd do nothing, but we, we'd look like the Eagles offense. No offense. None taken. <laughs> I told him, listen to T. Let, let's run some short passes. And what did we do that first half? We ran two short. We ran three short passes, a, a Gus Edwards run, and a Lamar run for a touchdown. And look what happens. It works. Look what happens. Yeah, Lamar had it. I mean, 252 total yards, four total touchdowns. Like it was a great second half. Lamar 100, played 100 yards good rushing the first half. Wild. He, he played good the first half, went in and cussed everyone out for not blocking, played an amazing second half, and the defense just continued where they're doing. Now, I right, the defense played amazing. The, the Ravens just had an amazing game. But, man, the Texans, like, just – I'll I'll say this about the Texans. First off, we never got to talk about the dominance of CJ Stroud. Yeah, hats off to the Texans. CJ I mean, Stroud, you will be back, sir. If if CJ Stroud wasn't concussed for two games, I don't know if they win those games though. Because like, they, look at those games. Five. I, I are they really going to beat Cleveland? Because their defense was the issue that game. It'd have been a shootout. And it'd have been a great shootout. But they but beat them in the playoffs when it mattered. Bro, that was that was bad. That was bad. 45-10 was crazy. <laughs> and I just want to mention, I heard all year, Cleveland's better than Baltimore's defense, for real. Y'all suck. I Overrated can't tail I can't unit. But, but shout out Joe Flacco. Shout out Joe. Shout it was, it was the greatest inside job to ever be constructed. We take Cleveland to the playoffs, and right when they think they have hope, we rip it straight out. 
Shout out Joe. We Flacco. rip it straight out because Joe dude. Flacco is a true Raven. That's Joe what it Flacco is. Joe Flacco was so funny, dude. On this, you remember, what game uh, against the Jets? Right, he was falling asleep. Yes. <laughs> that was the game. He also said that stupid quote that um he said a quote about the Cleveland fans, and I'm like, everyone would be mad. I'm like, he's gonna say that he's in Cleveland. They don't want him to boo him, but he knows what's up. Yeah, that Joe Flacco, amazing career. Um, we'll have a conversation in the off season about. He's done. Well, yes, but we'll have a, convers- a conversation about a couple quarterbacks on if they're Hall of Fame worthy or not. We'll have, we'll have my, a conversation about My answer's going to be no. We'll, I love Joe, but it's no. We'll, we'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have a conversation. <laughs> I love Joe, but it's a no. We'll have a conversation about it. We'll have the I conversation. He, I don't think he's either, but right, we'll have but a conversation I mean, about it. But to go back to Texans, C.J. Stroud, my good sir, you will be a top-five quarterback yeah. this time next CJ, year. D'Amico Ryan. D'Amico wow. Ryan's, you probably are already a, you are a top-ten head coach. You will just keep climbing that list. Yes. Will Anderson, good sir, I said you were the best player in last year's draft. I will stand by that statement best in time. Best player? I don't I know. I called him best player. I don't know if he is anymore, but he's for sure but the best pass rusher. he had a solid season. 100%. He had a great season. I think for sure you'll be the best pass rusher. Speaking of pass rushers, you know who's a ghost? Tyree Wilson. What did, what did he do? You know who's even bigger ghost did than Tyree he Wilson? Play? Remember Will McDonald? He had a sack this year. I know he had a Tyree sack. Tyree Wilson had a sack. He Dude. had like two and a half, I think. Wow. Nah, even bigger ghost? Remember the Chiefs drafted the pass rusher last year too, right? In the first round? Oh, I think yeah, he had three yeah, tackles yeah, the whole yeah, year. Yeah. Dude, hey, Will McDonald had three sacks. Hold on. How much Hold did Tyree on. Wilson have? Let's see. And what about what about what about Lucas Van Ness? Dude, Lucas Van he didn't have a bad season. Okay. Oh, my bad. My bad. Tyree Wilson had three and a half sacks. Okay. So he did just barely better. Uh Lucas Van Ness, I actually don't know. Who the Remember Apparently the, I can't I can't believe the Packers. Up, so you want to hear something hilarious? Yes, sir. I I looked up rookie edge rushers on Google. This is a CBS Sports hey. article. Ranking top five rookie edge rushers Four by sacks. who will be the most productive in 2023 with a surprise with 2023. Number five was Nolan Smith. Sorry. He had like he had a few sacks. And a Number four fumble. was Tyree Wilson. Nah. Number three was Derek Hall from from the Seahawks. I don't know who that is. Did you you want to look that up? Yeah, I got you. Yeah, thanks. Why didn't it take me to ESPN? I don't want to look at the official Seahawks website. Come on, man. They don't. You don't give me what I need. Okay, but Derek Hall was number three. No, <laughs> no sacks. Eight, eight, Eighteen tackles. Okay, great. The entire season. Number two was Will Anderson. You wonder who number one is? Who? It was Drew Sanders. Of Drew the Broncos. Sanders. Dude, I he was... He played inside I, linebacker. I was high on Drew Sanders, though. He played inside linebacker. Let me see. How did he do? No, not... Ugh. But to go back to my point, because we were talking about the AFC playoff picture, and shout I out, lost shout track. Out, shout out Razorback Drew Sanders. Shout out Razorback uh, Drew dude. Sanders. <laughs> 13 tackles. My God. CBS is such an idiot. Yeah, Mike Florio, I'm talking to you. Idiot. Idiot. But anyway, um, just to recap the divisional round playoff game, because there's a whole other playoff game that we have to talk about, because it was just yesterday, and it was quite hilarious. Um, shout out to the Texans. Will Anderson, seven sacks, by the way, in case you didn't know. Yeah, Will Anderson was a dog, especially when he had didn't really have anyone to take the pressure off of him. He not, was the number one pass rusher. Not defensive rookie of the year, though. No. 
Jalen. It's it's Jalen Carter or Witherspoon. Jalen Carter. It, probably Jalen Carter. And I'm because he walked into the best interior D tackle room in football and became the best interior D tackle. Not the best interior tackle in football, but in that room, he yeah, became he the so best in the best at room. Lith, he was he's up there though. He's he's up there. He's he's no just a mad beat gay, but you know he's up there. <laughs> he's really he's really good. Yeah, no, I mean, but Ravens. Let's we'll touch that game in a minute. We got to talk about how the, how 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 our, how our opponent got there first. Well, Buffalo. There's another word. There's only one. There's only one phrase that hurts you more than 13 seconds, and it's wide right. Dude, dude <laughs> I, I have I, I make a document every show, and I'm sure I don't know if you scrolled all the way to the bottom yet. If you looked at my last line, but it starts with flip burgers, Tyler Bass. Dude, one thing real quick. Go go, Zay Castle. Devin Whisper isn't a pass rusher, so I wasn't gonna credit his three sacks when he's a corner. But I don't know who the heck Derek Hall was. I just don't know why he was ranked even close to dude, Will Anderson. Whatever. But no disrespect to you, sir. Well, listen, dude. But Ty- we're gonna go back Ty- to the Tyler now. Bass. Like, Shout out to Castle. Buffalo. They've got a lot of snow. Like you can, I'm sure they'll hire you as a as a as a plow driver. Like, <laughs> come on, man. Tyler Bass. Dude, you're, 46 yards. You're and he out just, of a job. And, and I, Good, I, sir. I believe in the kicker jinx. By the way. Love kicker jinx. I believe no jinx. Jinx. Um, I believe in the kicker jinx because they on the broadcast. Jim Nance was like he was like oh one of three last week, and then he and he was like but he's perfect today, and then he missed it. Like oh you can't you can't be saying that until after the kick. After the kick, you don't say things like that until after the kick. But with that being said, this was the best game of the playoffs so far. A thousand percent. I mean, Mahomes did. I mean, two fifteen, two touchdowns, both to Travis Kelsey. Pacheco was three yards short of a hundred on the ground. He had a touchdown. He was an impact. Dude, Josh well. Allen on the ground though, he was a monster. He was, and and Josh Allen played a very good game. One one thing I would like to put up. What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> Tyler Bass before this game was 26 of 31 from 40, 40 and 40 between 40 and 49 yards. <sighs> Not to keep pooping on the kicker though, but it's funny, dude. It's uh, it's got to be tough to be a kicker in the NFL, man. No, you just make your field goals. It's not that hard. Look at Justin, man. We got him dude, undrafted out of Texas. That? We say that, man. You have like, Jake Elliott. Like it's not hard. Listen, man. I I'm so grateful to have a top three kicker in football. Oh, don't get me wrong. I'm grateful to have a top two kicker in football because I don't know if he's the best kicker in football anymore. Brandon yeah. Aubrey had a very good year. He did, but he's still the best. Probably. It's yeah. it's Tucker. It's Tucker Aubrey Elliott. That's my top three. And that's fair. Because, you know, notice all the top teams, they have very good kickers. They do. KC, Harrison Bucker. Shout out Harrison Bucker, man. He doesn't get enough credit. 49ers? Jake he Cody, he's okay. He's good. He's good. I don't know who the Lions kicker is. Uh, They've had terrible kicking issues all year. Oh, Remember okay. Riley Patterson was the oh, kicker? Oh, my God. Yeah, no. They're... The Lions score touchdowns also. Has my they, they, score, they score touchdowns. They score touchdowns. And then they go for two. They score touchdowns and then they go for two. It's just what they do. There's so many moments that we missed. But listen, man, the Bills. This was their this was their moment, dude, in Buffalo. Yeah, and they had a chance to at least tie the game, a chance to like to. And you know, we know even if you go ahead, it doesn't matter. 
But listen, man, they send that to OT, they actually get a chance this time. Like, what are we talking about here? And you can't get it done at home. And if we're being real, when are they going to have another chance to do it at home? I, I don't know. I don't know. Because the Chiefs, they're going to get better than this season. Oh, a thousand percent. They're going they're to gonna draft get, the wide receiver. They're going to get a wide receiver. They're going to figure it out with Chris Jones. Maybe he leaves. Maybe he doesn't. But that defense is going to be okay. They are, their defense is led by their secondary and their linebackers. And Leo Channel's not leaving. Nick Bolton's not leaving. Dude, Nick Bolton's a dog. Sneed is in a contract year. He'll come back. Especially if they win the bowl. It depends. He's going to demand money. He'll come back. McDuffie's coming back, though. Oh, well, yeah. He's still on. Reed's coming he's back. Thornhill might. Well, Thornhill's gone anyway. Who's the other safety? Uh, I don't know. Thornhill's well, a Brown, though. Yeah, I'm about to say Thornhill's not remember even there. Remember the preseason remember. game? Yeah, Six I remember. Games. We will see now, but. KC's defense will come back. Steve Spagnolo is a great defensive coordinator. He is. I. Why does he never get? Head he doesn't coach? want to. That's crazy. Because remember, remember early into his tenure in KC, not early in his tenure, but early in Mahomes coming, in, he was on the chopping block to get fired. Many people don't remember that, but he was on the chopping block because oh, KC's you know, defenses right, were not right, good. Right. Remember that? I remember that. I remember the year where um was it I offsides? Think- Frank Clark. When he was offsides, people was were calling for C. Bagnolo's head. That was 2018. 2018, people were calling for C. Bagnolo's head, and he buckled down. And he's he hasn't led. He's led good, solid units that do what they have to win. I think this is his first great unit. Dude, if Mahomes wins the Super Bowl, like, well, you know what? You know why that's not going to happen? Because with the last ten minutes, we're going to touch on probably the most anticipated game in the AFC this year that hasn't already happened yet. What's that? Ravens Chiefs. No, we'll get to that on Wednesday. Oh, okay. Wednesday. All right, we'll touch no, it Wednesday. No, no, we'll touch it Wednesday. We're, we'll we're, not, Wednesday. we're, we're gonna we're gonna Wednesday. do those two games. All we're I'm saying is, Taylor, games. you're sitting. You're not sitting in a booth this game. You're sitting on the sidelines. You're sitting in the stands like everyone else. You're gonna see. You're gonna see real fan Dan. You're gonna see Staros. No, we gotta have a dedicated. You're gonna day. see Ravens. Yeah. <laughs> gonna, you know, I like I I like Lamar, but they're just they're just something something about Flacco that I miss. <laughs> Shout out Staros. Shout out Starve, Starvey Man. Anytime I see Love that em. clip, I just I can't help but laugh. It's so funny. Shout out Starvey. It's so funny. He comes to all our games now. He should. He was the first game he was at all year at all year because of his he was on tour was the game I was at. And I saw him. He was two feet in front of me on the sideline. It was great. And listen, Zach, I do have some stakes in the Ravens winning the Super Bowl because Emily, my girlfriend, her her dad is a Ravens fan. Because we know Emily was raised correctly. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> So, Shout so, out Emily. So I got some stakes. I got some stakes in this game. Shout out Emily. Uh, so, if know, you want, I'll get you a Raven jersey if you're going down and see the game with the folks. Sorry. Right. If, 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 you, if you are, I mean, I no, got your back. No, we have a we have a little thing at my at my uncle's house every year. Oh, that's and, sweet. Um, that, that's so sweet. I'll be going. I'll be there. That's sweet. I'll be there. You can, you can watch the Ravens. We'll see. I uh, dude, I, I I don't care who it is, but if we see another red on red Super Bowl, I'm gonna <laughs> lose it. I'm gonna lose that it. That Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl listen, was we didn't, not listen, good. Listen, we didn't get one. We didn't get one last year. But like, whatever. If I gotta see another, if I gotta see another red, red Super Bowl. That Bucks Chiefs Super Bowl was not dude, aesthetically Bucks pleasing. Chief, dude, Bucks Chiefs, uh, uh, Chiefs Niners. Those two were not aesthetically Niners pleasing. Niners were in there fairly recently again. Like we've gotten on, a man. break I the last two years. We've gotten I, a break. We have. Because red and green I went well together on the field want to see it. Orange and blue surprisingly went well. Orange and white surprisingly went well. Listen, man, I'll tell you, uh, it doesn't matter if it's one red team is fine, but two is bad. Look, if we see like uh, I'm just, I'll just say like Kansas City Lions. One, by the way, 
what a poetic rematch. justice, oh, dude. A re it, you start the end season is, how you end it. It's poetic justice, whatever. Blah 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 blah. I don't want to see red, it. blue, uh, purple, red, pur- purple, blue, purple, blue. I mean, I mean, it'd it's be fine. I mean, it's white, but it's, just, it's, it's who, fine. I mean, the Ravens. We would, would wear, wear our white. We would wear white. No, you'd wear purple. We wouldn't be home. It's technically, it's technically, I think it's the NFC's home Super Bowl. I think technically. Oh. Am I incorrect? I don't know. Who? Let me let me find that out. Who? No, the Eagles. Is the Eagles the were home. They had green last year. Team. The Eagles wore green last year. Really? Yeah, I remember. The Eagles wore green last year. Okay. So yeah, you'd be in purple, and the Lions would be in white. All right. Well, we might wear black. <sighs> we did that our last Super Bowl. That'd be kind of nice. No, you can't get the mustards. Get out. <laughs> Get I, out. Dude, I miss the color. I hate those. I and miss the you color. You know days. that. I miss the colorish days. Um, Baker Mayfield, Bucks Lions. What a game that was, too. <sighs> what a game that was. I mean, dude, Baker. For what three, I'll say is, three hundred fifty yards, three touchdowns. He did have two picks. But that first pick wasn't his fault. No, it was not. What What I'll say is, shout out Kier Paraway for downing Baker Mayfield for the first six years of his career, and now look at him. But um, shout out to my mom. But um, anyway, <laughs> uh, Baker. I mean, Baker deserves a second contract. He does. Baker deserves a chance to prove that he is the answer. I don't know how guaranteed you want to make that deal. How much of that deal you want to be incentive versus real money. How long you want it to be? Because he'll be twenty nine coming into next year. I wouldn't be surprised to see, depending on who gets hired to be the Falcons head coach, if they go after Baker. Yeah. I could see it. I could understand it. It would be nice in division. I'm sure Baker would love it. Let me go crap on the team that let me go out the window, even though he probably has no ill will to Tampa Bay at all. No, no. I, if anything, he's so grateful. But I know Baker always plays with a chip on his shoulder, and he would find a way to make it the team that let me walk out the door chip on the shoulder. Now, if Baker went to um, – I think Baker's ultimate team he would probably want to play for is Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah. Gets to play Cleveland twice a year. Oh, dude, Baker, Baker in the Baker in the black and yellow. He gets to pull a K State against Cleveland twice a year. Baker in the black and yellow. If you don't know what happened between Baker Mayfield and K State, go look it up on the internet. I'm not explaining it. Baker, oh man, dude, I love Baker. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Steven know what it is. I I love Baker, dude. I I'm I'm glad that he made the playoffs. I'm not glad that he beat the Eagles, but, <laughs> oh, but I I'm I'm really happy happy for Baker Mayfield. I'm happy that people are finally seeing what he can be, and I honestly think it's the Browns' fault. Yeah, uh, you know, 2021. If they didn't make him play hurt, and he could have just came back later in the season, like healthy, I think they 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 would have had their shot at the playoffs again. But unfortunately, that's not how things went down. You remember Deshaun Watson? Remember <sighs> that he exists? Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I mean, man, they we had a whole Deshaun Watson bowl without Deshaun Watson. Yeah, he didn't even play. He didn't even play twice. I think, I think what I think the conversation that needs to be had in Cleveland Wild. is what do you do at quarterback? I mean, you have no choice but to play Deshaun Watson, yeah, considering you, you are giving him guaranteed money. But you, you're locked into him for. However you have that long. conversation of what the succession plan is because you might need a. I, is, I don't get what the issue is, man. Like Deshaun isn't the same quarterback anymore. You can't. Deshaun can played. Be, bro, he. I don't think he can anymore, just because. Someone like that played at a high level for for that period. Didn't play at a high level for long. No, 
But the problem is, he was in a groove when he did. He took two years off of football. Which is wild. You can't expect to take two years off of football and just come back and be the same person you were before. We said it was only going to be for a little bit, but it might be forever. He took those two years off, and it's not like he worked out. He had to deal with a legal battle for reasons I'm not going to say right now. Yeah, and he, and, and, you know, he did look visibly bigger that you know those first couple practices that were you know screenshots or photos that were released at the you know beginning of this season like you know june july august those he did look visibly out of shape you know obviously he looked way better than me or way better than you but you know what i mean like to his own standards prior to those two years or you know nfl quarterback standards maybe he he looked visibly out of shape yeah, and I mean, it's just to the point. And I mean, this isn't me trying to crap on Deshaun Watson. No, there's nothing no. to doing that in the world. And wh- do I like him? No, I I don't think he should be still in the NFL. But that's regardless, neither here nor yeah, there. Yeah, those decisions are up those to decisions the are in people that get way more money than me and you, and do a lot more than me and you. But I mean, <laughs> I shout mean, out, shout out to the stipend, Zach. Shout out to the stipend, Stevie. Shout out to the stipend. But, I mean, where do you go from here if you're Cleveland? I mean, you still have a top five defense in the league. Is Amari Cooper still there? Yeah, he's got... Is his contract up? This episode has been brought to you by Juicy Juice. <laughs> Shout out PBS. Um, if you didn't watch PBS as a kid, you're fake. Yeah, he's still he's still uh, under contract. Okay, so he, so this so he's under for 2024, 2025, but 2025 is essentially one of those fake years. How it's a void year nowadays, pretty much. I'm about to say it's what we just did with Odell. Yeah, so he he slated to make 20 mil this year. Yeah, and that's a solid receiver salary, especially for someone of his caliber. Yeah, 2024, and then. You know, we'll see what happens in 2025. I mean, but. the the AFC North, you could do a whole episode on what they do with their futures. I mean, Cincinnati has a lot of questions coming up, whether you pay Jamar, you pay T Higgins or not, because right after you pay T Higgins, you have to pay Jamar Chase, and once you pay, if you pay both of them, your defense is going bye bye, and if you pay one of them, that you have to is, ask is, is it, Higgins gone? Higgins is this year is last year, but the problem is you haven't paid Jamar Chase yet. I think Higgins is going to get traded in the offseason. You can't get traded because he's already done. His contract's already up. Oh, oh, that's what I was asking. I was oh. asking if this was his last. This year. is his last okay, year. Okay, so he's done already. He's done. He's, he's Jamar done. Chase is going to go into is going into his fifth year next year. And Jamar is obviously going to get a Jamar contract. is going to get a contract if they choose T Higgins over Jamar Chase. I think Cincinnati will burn Paycor Stadium, rightfully so as well. I would be hurt if we decided to pay Geno Stone instead of Kyle Hamilton because <laughs> oh, that's ba- that's the apples to apples comparison hey Michael Pittman's also free agent this year yes I do know that he is wow. one of the big this rivalry free agency class is going to be dominated by a top three for certain and Dude. it's going to be Jamar Chase Michael Pittman and um Calvin Ridley Mike Evans and Mike Evans Mike, e- Mike Evans up there too top four Dar- uh, just to before we Darnell show, Mooney, Darnell Mooney, Mooney, get him out of here. Gabe Davis is a, is a free agent. He's up there. Uh, I think he'll resign. Dude, Tyler Boyd's also a free agent. He'll, he's d- coming d- back. Just get away. Just, just Tyler, Tyler Boyd needs back. to get go to the NFC. Go uh, go go to the West Coast in the NFC. Get away. DJ Chark, Kendrick Bourne, 
DJ Chark didn't play all of last year, so I don't know how much he gets a contract. Kendrick Bourne. I like Kendrick Bourne. Michael Thomas is also a free agent. But... Get out. You're sassy. <laughs> you, hear that? you hear that? It's it's the sound of the ocean because he's washed. Washed. But, but Steven, you want to give any last thoughts on our first show of the year? Uh, happy to be back. Happy to be back. So yeah, f- official show time for this year. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, 1230 to 2.30. You know, I'll be here. Zach will be here. Marty will be in every now and then. Billy, Gav, Walter, Alex Orlando, he'll be in the studio. Get a couple more guys on. Julian Hosty. Basketball's coming up. So we only, is, we only uh, lost one baseball. soldier. Chris Gordy. We lost Chris Gordy, yeah, guys. Chris, Chris graduated, so. Shout out to Chris for Shout graduating. But we'll, we'll probably replace him on the baseball end, guys. But it's been a great first show. It you know, we been. always love to be back. Yeah, for sure. I 100%. I, I'm glad to be back. And I know, shout out my dad. He he, he listened. So. Shout out to my mom and my girlfriend who are both listening right now for certain. I don't know if anyone Emily was is. listening, but she, listening. Uh, shout out she had to go to class. She had to go to class. Shout out M. I know she's not listening, but shout out M. Yeah, she had to go to class. But, yeah. I have class tonight. Art oh, you have art of film. I do, yeah. I'm done. That's good. I'm gonna go home. I'm gonna eat lunch first. And yeah, I'm better. I'm better. I'm better go get. And I, I'm, I'm gonna go. I can't decide if I want to get lunch now before I go. I told home you get I lunch. Get go lunch go later. It depends on what yeah, you want. Yeah, but like I, I don't know what I got at the house. But yeah, this is this is our this is our. <laughs> I'll figure it this out. This is our edition of BG Ike's lunch. <laughs> oh, I'll figure it out. But you're currently tuned into 90.7 WCLH Wilkes-Barre Grand Hazelton. Don't forget to keep it locked.